differently in this classroom. You know, a lot of the parents complained on account of his said it frightened the kids. So what we did is we stuck 60 kids into one class and um, Donnie gets taught in here by himself. I need malt green for Tuvok's ears. As you probably know, Donnie is unaware of his enormous penis. Look, I made Tuvok. Okay. I made the... He's about to talk to war. Okay, sweetie, don't ruin the bottom of your painting. Tuvok. Yeah. With the enzymes we pulled out of little Donnie's penis, we were able to develop a rocket fuel with 38% increased efficiency. So uh, this is the penis scoop. This is for Donnie to use when he's riding his bike. Just hook it on the frame like this, clamp it on, and then uh, just buckle it up here. And hopefully that keeps his penis out of the sprocket and the spokes. My, I want to go play in the leaves, and if they're playing in the leaves, the children, and I had two box. Okay, little Johnny, pull down your shorts. No! Little Johnny. You may find my belly button. Fix your shorts. Everybody's here. No! What is wrong? I'm going to go play in the leaves. No. Johnny, no. Johnny, no. Johnny, Johnny, you're not no. strapped I'm in. I'm going in two box. You're not strapped in. Two boxes. Two boxes. Hey, go get the car. Welcome to Geek Fights, the Ponzi Scheme of Podcasting. I'm Damon Shaw. With me, as always, is Mr. Mike Ortiz. Uh, this week's battle is best sketch comedy show of all time. Of course, we're going to get it wrong because we always do. Uh, Mike, who's joining us this week? Well, uh, tonight we've got Dominic Williams. Hello. Jason Nyes. Uh, party on Mike. Party on Damon. Party on Dominic. And Anthony. How's it going, guys? So uh, we have here 32 sketch comedy shows from the golden age of television all up to the present day. All of them chosen by our panelists. We set them up in tournament brackets, which you can download from our website at geekfights.net. We put one against the other and put it to a vote. The winner moves on to the next round, where it all starts over again until one is crowned the best sketch comedy show. Uh, as always, you get to decide the criteria that you use to determine the winner of each match. Uh, who was the most influential show? Uh, which launched the most careers? Uh, who would win in a fight uh, between the casts? And, of course, what is just plain funniest? Uh, whatever rationale you want, as long as it works for you and supports your choice, we call that geek logic. It's the heart of every geek fight. And with that, we will start a fightin'. Um, Dominic, first fight is yours. It is the Chappelle Show versus Laughing. This is terrible. Like this is this is a crisis moment for me because I feel like I should vote for Dave Chappelle because he's black. And every other time on Geek Fights, when the black character comes up, he dies like in the horror movie. I'm going to vote for Laughing for the exact same reason because I'm pretty sure everything old is going to die on this list as well. Uh, laughing was hilarious to me as a kid on Nickelodeon, Nick at Night. I had no idea what I was laughing at, but I just loved that show. So I'm going to vote for Laughing for nostalgia, but I did love the Chappelle show, and I'll have plenty of time to vote for it later. <laughs> I'll vote for Laughing, Mike. Uh, I I actually uh, did uh, enjoy Laughing quite a bit. Uh, I I actually. 
Uh, I, I don't think I'm, I don't think I saw it first run. If I did, it would have been at the very end. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, I actually am old enough to remember when that was, uh, still a fairly new, uh, show. Um, and even though it was a great show and certainly very influential and a lot of fun, it, it just in terms of, of pure comedy, it does not stack up against, uh, the Chappelle show. I mean, that's two years of just perfect television. Um, and, uh, and for me, it's, it's, it, it just beats it hands down. Um, you know, we've been doing this for, what, 103 episodes now? So I'm going to do something a little different tonight. I'm going to give two answers for each. One, my real answer. And secondly, who would win in a fight uh, for round one? Uh, and in this one, I think I have to give it to Laugh-In because uh, Chappelle Show's biggest guest star was um, Rick James. And uh, he was just kind of a coked-up freak. And uh, Laugh-In's biggest guest star was Richard Nixon, who has access to a full thermonuclear arsenal. So uh, Laugh-In would win in a fight. All right. Uh, Mike's saying this episode was going to be shorter, but obviously not. A vote for (laughs) the Chappelle show. Um, Jason. I'm not super familiar with Laugh-In. I've seen a few episodes over my time. I understand that it was groundbreaking for the time, but... The meteoric rise and fall of Chappelle showed the the two years of concentrated awesome that aired on Comedy Central every what was it Wednesday night, uh, and and the the fact that it flamed out so quickly. I gotta go Chappelle show, and I think Chappelle show can go far with this. But I think the fact that it only lasted two seasons will be a detriment later on down the line, uh, possibly right in the next round, but. A vote for Chappelle show. Um, I love the shit out of Chappelle show. I quote lots of stuff from Chappelle show, but the reason, one of the reasons I like comedy is, is laughing. I I like Dominic watching on Nickelodeon and I didn't understand it. Uh, wasn't Goldie Hawn dancing in a bikini in that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Absolutely. That's another reason I'm going to vote for laughing. Uh, Rowan and Martin's laughing, right? Isn't that their? Wasn't that their yep, name? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so uh, because because they launched so many careers, uh, I'm gonna go with laughing. Uh, it's all tied up. It comes down to you, Anthony. Which one takes the win? Well, I'm glad I can be the what's the word? The voice of reason. Laughing, I admit, it's it's historically relevant. It had Goldie Hawn when she was hot in a two piece bikini. You can't front on that. Richard Nixon appeared on air. Saka to me, saka to me, saka to me. I got to give it to it. However, to quote Dave Chappelle, sir, my blackness will not permit me to make a statement like that. So I have to go with Chappelle Show. <laughs> Vote for Chappelle Show. And Chappelle Show is moving on through. Uh, we are on to our next fight. Uh, Mike, this one is yours. It is Saturday Night Live versus Almost Live. Uh, this one is is very easy um, because I I never watched Almost Live. I don't know what it is. I did not know it was a sketch comedy show. I think I looked it up on Wikipedia and uh, figured out what it was, but still forgot between then and now. So uh, very easily, it's Saturday Night Live. I think Saturday Night Live is really 
simultaneously the best and worst sketch comedy show of all time and which of those two elements is stronger will kind of determine its fate but it certainly has launched you know a huge number of careers and uh and movie franchises and, and just amazing stuff as well as being just ungodly uh, terrible and unwatchable and i haven't watched the show in years um in a fight though i also give it to saturday night live uh for sheer numbers there have been 93 full cast members of Saturday Night Live in uh, the last, what, 30 years at this point. Uh, so on sheer numbers alone, if you actually include featured players, uh, musical guests, and hosts, uh, I think it's well over 10,000. Um, so uh, I'm giving that to Saturday Night Live as well. Okay, uh, vote for Saturday Night Live. Jason? Uh, now, Almost Live was one of my six picks when we were uh, getting brackets together because like right off the bat, all the great ones were taken. So I had to kind of go back into my memory a little bit. And I actually, I've seen every episode of almost live. They used to air it on comedy central. It was a, uh, Seattle based show. And it's where Bill Nye, the science guy got his start. That being said, Saturday night live for the win, uh, 37 years running right now. Uh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll save some of my, defense for saturday night live for maybe some of the later rounds but yeah saturday night live all the way uh, i think i've seen every episode of saturday night live a vote for saturday night live uh i too will be voting for saturday night live uh, i don't remember almost live i'm sure i've seen it if it was on county central i'm sure i've seen it but um saturday night live has the distinction of being relevant to today's youth and i, I don't mean today today I mean, yesterday's today and 10 years ago is today. It, it, the Saturday Night Live tends to stay fresh. And as you get older, the worse Saturday Night Live gets because you have your favorite cast and your perfect uh, alignment. And that was that Saturday Night Live. And that's why it's simultaneously the best and worst uh, sketch comedy show. But I'm going to vote for Saturday Night Live right now. I don't know what I'm going to vote for in the next round. A a Anthony? Sorry about that. Yeah, Saturday Night Live, awesome. It's an iconic show. Has some of the best sketch comedy, some of the best guest stars, some of the best comedians that there ever was. But if we could, if I could take for a minute, let's talk about some of the musical performances. As a Prince fanatic, he's had some of the two of the best performances on that show. An amazing one in 1989 uh, for Electric Chair. Then there was the ridiculousness of. Jessica Simpson's little sister and her uh, faux pas of lip singing. So just that alone, going with Saturday Night Live. Another vote for Saturday Night Live. Dominic, is it a clean sweep? I believe so. I'm, uh, I'm going to go Tina Fey and Anchorman and Chevy Chase. All still relevant. All from Saturday Night Live. I could do that all through this game, and I probably wouldn't even have to repeat anybody because it's had so many people. So I guess I'm waiting for Keenan to become famous now. <laughs> you mean Fat Albert? Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Saturday Night Live takes the win. We are on to our next fight. Jason, this one is yours. It is Human Giant, the short-lived Human Giant versus Shanana. I have never heard of Sean and not, and I have caught at least a handful of episodes of the human giant, a uh, big fan of Aziz Ansari, uh, Rob Hubel, uh, the other guy. So human giant for the win all the way. 
uh, vote for Human Giant. The other guy is Paul Shear. Paul uh, Shear, yes. You know, uh, yeah, uh, Human Giant. I, I still remember. Uh, that's the last thing I've ever really watched on MTV. I don't turn on MTV anymore. So Human Giant was the last show, and I, I still remember the the Save Human Giant where they showed their like ten episodes for a twenty four hour period, and they stayed up all day long, and they had the run of MTV, and they were broadcasting live the entire day, and as it got later and later, it got funnier and funnier. So uh, I will be voting for Human Giant as well, Anthony. I've never heard of either one of these shows before this show. Um, Human Giant has the very annoying Aziz Ansari, who I think is very overrated. However, Shanana, I could not find one clip online to even say it was funny. So I'm going with Human Giant. Wow. There's no clips of it? A vote for Human Giant. Dominic? I, I feel old because there's no clips of it on YouTube. That just means that nobody had the VCR anything back then because Sean and I was like, that was like happy days for comedy, right? Like, I guess that's where the dudes wore the, uh, the wife beater shirts, the black wife beaters and had their hair slicked back. And yeah, they were, put uh, his fist in his mouth every time. He used to stick his hand in his mouth or whatever. Or his, I don't know. I just remember it was hella funny and I used to love that. Show. So I'm going to go for Sean and I, because I kind of remember it and I used to like it. A vote for Shanana and Mr. Ortiz. Uh, I've never seen um, Human Giant. I didn't know what it was uh, until uh, this show, and I looked it up on, on the internet. Uh, I watched Shanana a lot when I was a kid. Um, but uh, even back then, I didn't really think of it as, as being very funny, and I really didn't even register with me as a sketch comedy show. I mostly remember them as a band. I remember the music. Um and uh, even though I never watched any Human Giant, uh, I'm familiar with all three of the people who are in it, and they are all, I think, uh, on their own, much funnier than Shanana. So probably together they would be even funnier. Um, in a fight, though, I will give it to Shanana because uh, you know even if they're fake greasers, I think they could beat up three kind of whiny, uh, skinny comedians. Oh, uh, vote for Human Giant. You're really going to do that the whole entire first round. Whole first round. Jesus and Christ. it is on YouTube, man. You mess with me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, I might have to change my vote. Because I saw this earlier today, but I, was, I thought it was a band, not an actual variety, sketch variety show. So, yeah, I might have to go with Shanana as well. Oh, vote for Shanana, but Human Giant is still moving on. And we are on to our next fight. Uh, it is Monty Python's Flying Circus versus all that. And I know what you're saying. Monty Python is the greatest thing that since sliced bread. It's one of the greatest sketch comedy shows of all time. And it's launched so much good comedy. Blah, 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 blah. Never really liked it. Uh, all that was that show on Nickelodeon that had, what, what's her name? Uh, Bynes. Amanda Bynes was on that. And I think Kel was on that. Or, yeah, Keenan and Kel. Keenan and Kel. Yeah, that was that was the Nickelodeon, the the next version, the the next generations. Um, well, I won't say what the other show is, but I, I like. I'm going to go with that one just to piss a whole bunch of people off. <laughs> <laughs> so a vote for all that, Anthony. Um, you're not going to piss me off. I've never really been a big fan of Monty Python. I thought it was overrated, other than that Black Knight skit. 
And all that had Amanda Bynes, it had Nick Cannon, it launched Keenan and Kel. It was my childhood. Going with all that. Another vote for all that. Dominic. Man, I was I was on the fence until you said that name. You said Nick Cannon. And the haterade just fell out of my pocket. So I'm sorry, I'm just gonna have to go back and vote for for the flying house of whatever because um that was much that's historically a better show. I'm gonna go with that. People I nobody even knew what all that was until you started explaining it. I I didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> but uh I like that show, but uh, there's no way I'm voting for that over the House of Flying Daggers or whatever. A vote for Monty Python's <laughs> flying circus. You sound like the hater. <laughs> <laughs> Mike? Uh I'm also gonna go uh with, with Monty Python. Um it, uh, you know, all of that stuff you said, blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, exactly that. And, and, and it is true. This is one of the greatest comedy shows of all time. Nothing has ever really kind of come close in, in this style of, of absurdist humor. Uh, it's launched an in, in, in incredible number of people. I mean, you want to put Amanda Bynes and, and, and uh, those other guys up against, you know, Michael Palin and John Cleese and, uh, and Terry Gilliam. I mean, we're really just talking about a-list people and it's it's a fantastic show i mean you may not have liked it well i can't help but if your sense of humor isn't uh isn't particularly good but it's a brilliant show uh one of the best shows ever and uh i'm going to vote for monty python another vote for monty python it is all tied up it comes down to you jason <laughs> are you going to have the internet hate us all right uh first and foremost to quote dave Chappelle, fuck nick cannon and secondly I don't remember there being an all that Broadway musical. So my vote goes to Monty Python's Flying Circus. A vote for Monty Python and Monty Python is moving on. They're lumberjack. They're okay. They work all night. They sleep all day. Objection. What's that? Nick Cannon is fucking Mariah Carey. The fact that somebody from all that can bang Mariah Carey, that deserves (laughs) some consideration. Well, she's nuts. So. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's helping his case any. It, it, actually, it does. It does move it forward just a little bit. But Monty Python is moving on, and we're on to our next fight. Anthony, this one is yours. Ooh, this uh, is a particularly hard one for me. It is the Kids in the Hall versus the Ben Stiller Show. I'm assuming it's the uh, one that was on Fox, by the way, because I know he did have two shows. You know, for about the last 20 years, I've been hearing about the Ben Stiller Show. How it was criminally canceled it was brilliant ahead of his time fuck that kids in the hall if nothing else then i'm squishing your head i'm squishing your head a vote for kids in the hall dominic i'm gonna make i'm gonna make a request that i'd never go after anthony again because he seems to be saying everything that i want to say i would i am actually squishing his head in my mind right now and I'm pretty sure the Ben Stiller show was hilarious, just like a lot of shows are hilarious that nobody watched. Um, but uh, Kids in the Hall, nobody really watched. But uh, everybody still remembers squishing your head, and people still do it. So uh, that's where my vote's going. Uh, another vote for Kids in the Hall. Mr. Ortiz. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm going to continue the Kids in the Hall love. And, and I actually uh, really enjoyed the Ben Stiller show a lot. I think it was a, a great show and, uh, and, and an incredible cast. Um, but it's it it doesn't hold up against the kids in the hall. I mean, that was real groundbreaking uh, TV. I mean, that was again just 
I, I don't remember people doing comedy quite like that before. The characters were great. The the performers were all great. Um, and I forgot to do the fight last time. That would still go to Monty Python because they have a giant foot. Um, and in this one, it would go to uh, the kids in the hall also because uh, they, even though they're Canadian, uh, Ben Stiller, he's kind of a Ponzi Hollywood kid. Janine Garofalo, well, she's a chick. Andy Dick is just crazy. So uh, I think they would uh, they will be able to take him, especially because Bruce McCullough has crazy eyes. Uh, vote for the kids in the hall. Uh, Jason. Now I actually own the entire series of the Ben Stiller show on DVD. So I'm, I'm a fan, uh, except for the fact that it brought Andy Dick into this world and it should be forever. Just disregarded for that simple fact. It was a precursor to Mr. Show. So you got to give it that, but, my every day in my life, I can relate to kids in the hall in one way or another. I used to, uh, another show I used to watch obsessively on comedy central. It was like from two to 3 PM over the summer, they would show two episodes. I've probably seen every episode of kids in the hall three times. So kids in the hall, uh, another vote for kids in the hall. Kids in the hall was huge. Kids in the hall was on HBO. I, I, it's one of those things that I think people forgot. And I remembered it because I rang in 1990 or 91 watching a Kids in the Hall marathon all the way up until midnight. And Kevin McDonald was the one hosting it. And they did a couple live sketches for that whole scenario. It was great. I love Kids in the Hall. Uh, but I will give a, a pity vote to the Ben Stiller show because the Ben Stiller show is only like seven or eight episodes. And they did have quite a few good sketches in there. So, or is it thirteen episodes? I don't remember. It's it's a very small, it's a small, small DVD set. Yeah, it's a very small run. But I, I'll give a vote to Ben Stiller. But the kids in the hall are moving on, and we're on to our next fight. Dominic, this one is yours. It is Tim and Eric's awesome show, Great Job, versus the Flip Wilson show. I I really want to try to like give the Tim and Eric like like some love but I, I can't even watch it's a 15 minute show and i can't even get through like five minutes of it <laughs> i think my wife and i watched one thing where they were like selling some kind of product on uh like an infomercial and then dude like cut himself and then bled to death and on the ground and then everybody like walked away and that was the end of the skit and i don't know i, I just it's just not my kind of comedy i just don't get it most of the time so i'm gonna go with flip william wilson because he is kind of like groundbreaking. So there you go. A uh, vote for Flip Wilson, Mr. Ortiz. Uh, I, I can't stand the Tim and Eric awesome show. I don't understand why people think it's funny. And a lot of people whose opinions I respect, uh, like it a great deal, but I, uh, just, I actually even saw them live before I actually oh had watched the show because I had heard how great they were and I knew someone who was going. I'm like, all right, I'm up for some live comedy. And uh, I didn't understand why people were laughing. Uh, I just sat there kind of dumbfounded and, and I eventually kind of angry that I was wasting all that money to see them. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm voting for Flip Wilson. And that was, that was a great show. That was a funny show. I may not remember it, but I remember, uh, I remember enjoying it a lot. Um, and in a fight, I will also give it to Flip Wilson because whatever arena this was occurring in, I would go down there and uh, and kill Tim and Eric myself just because I hate that show so much. Great job. Yeah. Jason. 
Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Flip Wilson innovated the, the black man in a dress, right? Yes. Right. Well, well, basically, because they didn't let black people on TV, but five <laughs> years <laughs> before that. Yeah, yeah. Innovator. He, bro- he broke through. <laughs> now, I will go against the grain. I'm going to put my vote in for Tim and Eric. I'm one of those people that just loves that show, and it gave the world John C. Riley as Dr. Steve Brule. And for that, I, I think it. I don't get that either, but... <laughs> A vote for Tim and Eric's awesome show. Great job. Um, I was on the Tim and Eric train for a while. And not not this show. Uh, Tom Goes to the Mayor. I love that show. I, I liked it a lot. I liked that sense of humor. Uh, but when they went to the great job, yeah. Or, sorry, great job. I I, I, I don't get it. And I... I I know part part of the, the the thing is you're not supposed to get it. I, I understand that, but I, I still just don't get it. So I, I don't watch. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with it. There there's stuff that I just don't find funny. Um, but I will vote for them uh, because I hate black people and um, <laughs> I, I hate Flip Wilson. So I'm going to vote for Tim and Eric's awesome show. Great job. It's all tied up. It comes down to you, Anthony. Which one takes the win? Um, Damon, I don't know if you're aware of this, but I am an African-American. So am I. And so is Dominic. <laughs> okay, I just, just wanted I just to, want to make sure. <laughs> you know, want to make sure you know To that. be fair, he um, hates white people and Asians and Jews and... I don't care uh, about them. A whole lot of I don't other care people. About, yeah. I'm concerned about the black people. But anyway, Tim and Eric, I looked it up. I, I don't get it, and I'm very educated, and that humor just went <laughs> off my head. That's a problem. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. That's what it is. It, I have to be stupid to understand it. But Flip Wilson, he was a pioneer, and to uh, Mike's point, Flip Wilson dressed up as Geraldine Jones with, with all of their asses. Flip Wilson. Oh, vote for the Flip Wilson show. I'm sorry, Tim and Eric and Tim and Eric fans. It went down. Not surprised. <laughs> Neither am I, because it is. It really is. You really. If you don't get it, you don't get it. If you do get it, it's the funniest thing in the world. And I, I actually, I actually do respect them for having one percent humor. And by by that, I mean they are shooting for just the one percent of people who understand their stuff, and not the rest of everybody else. Uh, there, there's something. Um, so what cool. you're saying is, is they don't like success. Well. They, they they actually have a world where you can go after the one person out of a hundred that'll like your joke and be successful because they are very successful. So yeah. it, it, it this yeah is, I know a lot of people who love that show. Yeah, it's it's just a different world. Uh, Twenty years ago, that show would have been canceled within fifteen minutes. <laughs> it wouldn't have made it two or three episodes. But I don't because, think that show would have made it on the air. <laughs> Because of the world that we live in now, where you can actually find a, a very small audience and they they will be loyal and, and sometimes grow, stuff like Tim and Eric can go on forever. You see, I kind of disagree with that in the sense that people were saying that Arrested Development was too smart or, or it was for a minority of, uh, of audience and that America isn't smart enough to get it or wasn't sophisticated or whatever BS they came up with. So I, I don't... I don't adhere to that. Well, 
part of that was it was for Arrested Development. It was on Fox, but we're having a different conversation. And, and not that Fox was canceling things because it's Fox, but because its audience has to uh, be a wide general audience, not specific. That's why things get canceled on Fox and show up on Sci-Fi and other channels. But we're on to our next fight. Who won? Uh, it, it was Flip Wilson. Come on, yeah. really? Uh, Mike, <laughs> this fight is yours. It is Mad TV versus the short-lived Fridays. Uh, I, I'm going to go with uh, with Fridays on this one. I love Mad TV. This is a tough one for me. Um, but uh, it was it was very very hit and miss. Um, and uh, there, you know, it was on for a long time, so it's cast rotated a lot too. And so, even though I, I really do enjoy it and and wish it was up against something else, Fridays was one of those just kind of personal favorites of mine. And it was a very strange, uh, edgy show. Uh, I think it was ABC, uh, sort of their answer to Saturday Night Live. Uh, it had Michael Richards on it. Um, and and actually, uh, that that show was on when I lived in California, and I was, uh, I, I think I was seeing a taping of some other. Uh, other show and i remember I, there was a, a line going into the studio for fridays and it was a bunch of you know weirdos and punks and, and i just remember looking at the line going i think that show's probably more fun than ours because i think we we're seeing like the the price is right or family feud or some dumb game show so uh, i'm gonna vote for fridays just as sort of a, a personal uh favorite um, i'll also give it to fridays for the fight uh because my uh recollection was they were doing a lot of cocaine on that show so they'd all be coked up, and even though they they might take a beating, they wouldn't feel it till the next day. Um, and uh, and Michael Richards has really got the reach. Uh, vote for Fridays, uh, and fuck you. Price is Right is one of the greatest game shows of all time. <laughs> uh, Jason, uh, I am going to go with Fridays as well, uh, simply for the the fact that they had that great bit with Andy Kaufman where he kind of went off script on live TV and it was, uh, immortalized in the man in the moon movie with, uh, Jim Carrey plus mad TV, I think was good for the first couple of seasons, but nothing got worse than those final few seasons of mad TV. It was just terrible. Oh, a vote for Fridays. Um, I, see the problem that Matt, and I'm not voting for Fridays because I don't remember it at all. I do remember the, the Andy Kaufman thing, but I, I, I really, I don't care. I, the, the, I, I don't, I don't care. Mad TV. The problem that Mad TV had was when they found a hook with a character, they rode it until it fucking died, <laughs> and then rode it for another six months after that. Like that was a problem. Like the UPS guy, he was yeah. very funny, but then they kept doing it, and it's like, oh. Uh, she looked like a man that went for like five seasons like that. That, that was the problem with Mad TV. But those first few seasons with an excellent cast and a coked up Artie Lang, um, I, I've got to vote for Mad TV and Phil Lamar, one of the greatest geek black guys ever. I'm just saying. So uh, Mad TV. Uh, Anthony. Um, I've never heard of Fridays. I'm looking at the cast list and that's kind of impressive, but. Once again, I got to go with nostalgia and what I grew up with. Mad TV was awesome. You had Aerie Spears doing everyone from LL Cool J to Eddie Murphy. Um, Deborah Wilson was awesome. Phil Lamar, like you said, Stephanie Weir, Alex Bornstein, Nicole Sullivan, and of course, Will motherfucking Sasso, who went one-on-one with Brett the Hitman Hart. And what? No, he lost. 
But still, Mad TV. Um, Will Sasso's Steven Seagal was pretty awesome. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> and it's Kenny Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> See? <laughs> but uh, it is all tied up. It comes down to you, Dominic. Which one takes the win? And the win goes to... He looking like a man. <laughs> I love Matt TV, dude. That was that was like the best thing. Like that was the first time, like I started using YouTube to find stuff. Like I was like, I just looked up he looking like a man and hit Google, and I had to find it. I could because I couldn't remember why it was funny, and then as soon as I saw it, I just started dying again. So, Mad TV. A uh, vote for Mad TV, and Mad TV is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Jason, this one is yours. It's the first unknown fight of the evening. It is Mr. Show with Bob and David versus, uh, this would be Chris Mitchell's pick from all the way across the ocean in England. We, I, I guarantee you, nobody on this panel knows this one. It is the fast show, the fast show, also known as Brilliant. Uh, it's a it's a sketch comedy show from the mid nineties, uh, or sorry, early nineties. Extremely popular in England. Um, it even made it over here. Jason, uh, I'm gonna have to plead ignorance on this one and go. Uh, I do know Mr. Show. I own Mr. Show. Watched it live when it was first airing. Uh, don't know the other one. I can't even tell you what the name of it is after you just told me. Plus, uh. A win for Mr. Show is kind of a win for Tim and Eric. So, Mr. Show. Uh, vote for Mr. Show. And normally, I, I, you know, I don't know if people actually pay attention to what I vote, but I almost always vote with the unknowns because I kind of feel bad for them. Uh, being that they're unknown and, you know, they could just get dropped on people. Uh, but Mr. Show is fucking awesome. Uh I've only met one cast member from Mr. Show, and that would be Brian Posehn. And I met uh, the first time I met him was in Ann Arbor when uh, Mike and I and a few other people went to go see their live Mr. Show show. So that was pretty cool. So I'm going to vote for Mr. Show as well. Anthony? Well, I've never heard of this show, Brilliant, from across the pond. And Mr. Show had the awesome David Cross. So I'm going to go with Mr. Show. Uh, another vote for Mr. Show. Uh, Dominic. The, the, the Anthony answer is still the correct answer. I'm going to go with Mr. Show for time. In a fight, though, I, I'm pretty sure that anything that's called brilliant probably has a pretty good wrestling move up their sleeves. <laughs> another vote for Mr. Show. Mike, are you going to crush Chris Mitchell's hopes and dreams and make it a clean sweep? Uh, clean sweep. I do not know what the show is. Uh, I would like to vote for it for Chris, but, uh, Mr. Show is, uh, is a great show. Like you said, we, we even seen it live and I will crush Chris's, Chris's hopes even further because I think it would lose in a fight. Cause even though those guys aren't, you know, necessarily the toughest dudes in the world, uh, they're probably tougher than a bunch of Ponzi Brits. All right, Chris, uh, vote for Mr. Show. And Mr. Show is moving on. It was funny because I actually looked it up because I didn't know what it was either. I looked it up on YouTube, on YouTube, on um, Wikipedia to see if there were any big names that came out of it that we know over here. So we'd be like, hey, this is where that guy started. No, nothing. So uh, sorry, sorry, the whole country of uh, England. He hates it when I say it that way. But Mr. Show is moving on. We are on to our next fight. 
It is Robot Chicken versus Benny Hill. I know what you're saying. Robot Chicken's not a, a sketch comedy show. It's animated. And then actually you have never watched Robot Chicken because it's nothing but a series of sketches. They might be animated sketches, but they're sketches nonetheless. Uh, and Robot Chicken, for my money, is funny as hell. I love the hell out of Robot Chicken. Plus, on the second DVD commentary, no, season three, they mentioned me. Whichever one they have the uh, Star Trek The Experience sketch in, uh, they, they mentioned me in the commentary. Not by name. They just go, some guy recognized us as the Robot Chicken people. And I was like, that was me. <laughs> so I will be voting for Robot Chicken. Uh, Anthony? Uh, Robot Chicken. I, I kind of got onto this show real late. And unfortunately, like everybody else, it was with the Star Wars episodes. But, I mean, when you look at some of the hilarious freaking episodes they've had, the Justice League, the superhero stuff, and uh, all the God parodies... I'm going Robot Chicken. It's not a contest. Another vote for Robot Chicken. Dominic. I'm, I'm not going to... I, I was so tempted to just say, yes, Anthony's correct. And move on. But I'm pretty sure that... Um, I, I was late to watching Robot Chicken, too. But I liked Seth Green. I kind of always follow Seth Green. So I was like, I'm going to give it a shot. And then I turned it on for two episodes that before the star Wars episodes, but it was the episode with, um, Paris Hilton and, and Nicole, um, Oh God, I can't Nicole Richie. And when Nicole Richie turns into a flying squirrel, it flies away. And she has like a parasitic STD that kills people. That, that, that was, that was hilarious. And then the Highlander, Lindsay Lohan, was probably the best episode ever. So Robot Chicken for the win. Another vote for Robot Chicken, Mike. Uh, I'm going to give this one to Benny Hill. Um, I love Robot Chicken. It's a it's a very very funny show, um, and it certainly is is very much a sketch comedy show. But I can I can you know when I first watched Benny Hill, I I was young, and that was years after the show uh, had originally been broadcast. And you can still watch it now, and it's very funny. Um, you know, Robot Chicken, even though I love it and we all love it on a show named Geek Fights, of course, we're going to love it because it's, it's primarily just a lot of geek jokes and pop culture references. And it's very, very specifically targeted at us. And I think that's why we respond to it because, you know, this is, this is really the type of stuff that we talk about and joke about, but I don't, I just don't think it has quite the same sort of broad appeal, uh, and, and sort of universal appeal that, that Benny Hill does. Um, most of the people in my family, I'd put a robot chicken in front of them. They wouldn't actually understand any of it. Um, but Benny Hill, even though he's from another country, uh, and is much older and from a, a different time, I mean, it's just still a very classic style of humor. Um, and in a fight, I'm also going to give it to Benny Hill, uh, because, uh, I've seen, you know, Seth Green and those guys and, and they're again, just a bunch of, bunch of kind of pansy comedians. Um, and even though Benny Hill may be a, a Ponzi Brit, he actually seems like he's a little tougher. And as we know, uh, once you start to chase him, you cannot catch him. So there's really no way to defeat him. So I'm going with Benny Hill on both counts. Uh, vote for Benny Hill. I like how you double stab Chris Mitchell there. Like at first you don't vote for the thing that he had. And then you stab him in the back by saying Benny Hill was good. And he hates that. Uh, Jason. I completely forgot about that. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> I'm going to have to agree with Mike and go Benny Hill. I love Robot Chicken in concept. I absolutely hate their execution. I think uh, 9 out of 10 skits ends in murder. 
and that gets tiresome to me after a while. And it, and it's just it's nerd reference, nerd reference, nerd reference, and credits were done. Uh, and Benny Hill, uh, first of all, wackity sax, popularized wackity sax, and. Uh, you know, as a young lad watching reruns on Comedy Central before internet porn was a thing, watching hot British chicks run around in lingerie uh, did it for me. So, yeah, Benny Hill. I forgot to mention I've never jerked off to an episode of Robot Chicken. <laughs> the fact that you would jerk off to an episode of Benny Hill is not that more impressive. Hey, man, porn didn't come around in yeah. the 90s. Get, oh, get over it. it. You're on a black and white TV in, in 1981. You don't have a lot of options. Anyway... Uh, <laughs> Robot Benny Chicken Hill was the precursor to Brazzers. <laughs> hey, Mike, high five on the on the leather Tuscadero, by the way. I, All I, right, I that today. Uh, a, a vote for uh, Benny Hill, but Robot Chicken is moving on forward. We're on to our next fight, uh, Anthony. This one is yours. It's a new show versus an old show. Key and Peel versus the Carol Burnett Show. Oh, okay, enough said. I mean, I've watched a couple of episodes of Key and Peele. They they seem like pretty nice guys. They they have a little bit of talent on them. I love that episode where the two tough guys bump into each other and they realize that they're actually gay guys and scared they're about to get mugged. However, we're talking about Carol Burnett show. This thing was just awesome. You had Tim Conway, Carol Burnett, and Vicky Lawrence, who was actually really hot, too. Even when she dressed up as Mama. I'm going with the Carol Burnett show. Uh, vote for Carol Burnett. Dominic? <laughs> he said that Vicky Lawrence was hot, man. That's... Wow. Okay. Only in the wow. mama's family wig. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, okay, go I'm going to vote for, go I'm voting for Carol Burnett because it's awesome and all those people are legendary, but that's... <laughs> I'm never going to be able to get that out of my head. Google search. Google search. Uh, vote for the Carol Burnett show. Uh, Mike. Uh, I'll vote for, uh, for Key and Peele. Uh, certainly I, I respect the, uh, the, the legacy of the Carol Burnett show and certainly has a great cast, but I even, even as a kid, it was, it, I really didn't think it was, uh, all that funny. I don't know. It just wasn't my style of humor and, uh, Key and Peele, uh, that is actually a, a very, very funny show. Um, I know it's it's new, and you know it's probably one of those ones that's it's not going to last that long. Certainly, it's you know it's not going to go all the way in this in this fight, but it really is a very very funny show. In um, a fight, uh, I think I will give it though to the Carol Burnett show only because it's a well known fact that uh, Tim Conaway has killed over four hundred people. <laughs> I love that a well known fact. Um, yeah, I, I saw that on Wiki too. <laughs> vote for Key and Peel. Uh Jason. Make that two votes for Key and Peel. I think Key and Peel is the uh Chappelle show kind of passed the torch to Key and Peel. And I think it's the same kind of style of comedy. And I looked forward to it every week when new episodes were coming out. Uh laughed my ass off every week at Key and Peel. Uh and they just got to meet President Obama because of their Luther sketch. So Key and Peele. Uh, vote for Key and Peele. It is all tied up. It comes down to me. And I was like, bitch. Um, they do have funny sketches. I, I, I will give them that. But I find it funny that the white guys have voted for the black guy show and the black guys have voted for the white lady show. 
Um, well, to be fair, they're they're both half white. Uh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I, I'm sure that that works for the KKK. Oh, you're half white. No, we'll only kill half of you. No, they're, they're Negroes. Uh, see, and I and I didn't drop the end bomb there for you, Mike. Um, wait, wait, pa- pa- hold on. So is Key and Peele the one where Obama rolls up and, and grabs the mic and says, I'm the president of the free world and drops the mic? Yes. <laughs> that is Key and Peele. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not going to change my vote, but that, that was that was classic. Oh, yeah. They are they are new funny. Um, I, I kind of stopped watching halfway through the season because I lost interest, but... Uh, maybe the second half of the season was funny. Uh, I don't know. I, I they did have funny sketches, but um, oh jeez, fuck it. I'm gonna go Key and Peele. Oh, gonna, hell no. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna vote out one of the all time classic sketch comedy shows for a show that's only gonna go for I don't know maybe another five episodes. <laughs> hell, it might be canceled by the time you hear this. <laughs> Cue up the Jaws music. Cue up the Jaws music. I vote uh, Jaws music. Oh yeah, uh, I'm voting for Key and Peele. Uh, we are and Key and Peele is moving on, and we're on to our next fight. Dominic, this one is yours. It is SCTV, also known as Second City TV, versus House of Buggin. I, I don't even want to talk about this. This 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 is not. That's not a fight. SCTV. SCTV. Uh, Anything with beer and it always wins for me. You know that. I'll vote for SCTV. Mike? Uh, I will vote for House of Buggin'. I will probably be the only one who votes for it. I, I may be one of the few people who remember it. Uh, it's a John Leguizamo uh, sketch oh. comedy show. And uh, I enjoyed it quite a bit, even though, you know, obviously SCTV is much better. Um, but I'm going to vote for House of Buggin' just so hopefully it gets... It gets one one vote. Uh, it had uh, some fun stuff. John Leguizamo when he was still kind of funny. Uh, the the Chicano uh, what's it? Chicano militant minute was uh, my favorite recurring sketch. Um, uh, in a fight, well, we're talking about a bunch of Canadians versus a bunch of Mexicans, so I think we know how that one's going to go. No, tell us how is that going to go? <laughs> yeah, Mike, tell us. Well, the Canadians. To be fair, huh? to be fair, some of them were Puerto Rican, so that makes it even worse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's offend everybody in this episode. Uh, a vote. We're, we're for... just saying that they can beat Canadians in a fight. That's not offending very many people. Canadians. Well, yeah, yeah. Anyway, they ain't one badass <laughs> Canadian. I, I'm not worried about the. I'm not some Canadian guys going. We we live 15 minutes away from Canada, so we actually do have to be careful what we say about them. They're listening to us. Uh, a vote for House of Bugging. You know, Mike, when you told me about House of Bugging, because I didn't remember it at all, you also forgot to mention that it is the uh, first uh, Hispanic show of this variety. The first Hispanic sketch comedy show. that we Well, the one first one in the States. <laughs> I'm sure they have plenty of them in, in the South American and Mexico and all those uh, places. A, a tradition proudly carried on by uh, Mind of Mencia. Oh, God. Oh, shit. That didn't make the list. Wow. I almost need to vote for House of Bugging to apologize for Mind of Mencia. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to vote for SCTV because it's fucking awesome. Uh, but I skipped Jason. Jason, what's your vote? Oh, man. I... I completely forgot about House of Buggin until 
you guys mentioned that it was John Leguizamo. And I'm such a sketch comedy fan that I watched all of that show live, but I completely forgot about it until now. Luis Guzman was on that show, but uh, SCTV brought us John Candy, Eugene Levy, Rick Moranis, Catherine O'Hara, Hal Ramis, Martin Short. Points taken away for Ed Grimley, but SCTV is my pick. Uh, there are no points taken away for Ed Grimley. He's fucking <laughs> awesome. Um, Anthony? Um, I totally forgot about House of Buggin until I actually looked it up and was like, oh, snap, I do remember that show. It sucked. And nothing nothing it did on that show can top Count Floyd's 3D Smellorama can and John Candy slowly rocking that hot dog towards the television camera. SCTV. Uh, vote for SCTV and SCTV takes the win. Uh, we're on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is the Muppet Show versus the Cedric, Cedric the Entertainer Presents. Yeah, I uh, I have not seen Cedric the Entertainer Presents. Um, I have seen the Muppet Show, and while I certainly am not the fan that many of the, the people who uh, listen to our show and participate on our show uh they are but i i i thought it was uh was a great show and very funny and I, I didn't think of it as a sketch comedy show uh myself until you know you really think about it and, and then certainly you realize that it was um so uh, i'll go for the for the muppet show uh, because i don't know the other show uh in a fight hmm well that, that's a tough one because if we go with uh any humans against puppets it's probably the humans but i think if we actually turn the muppets into their live action uh, counter their live counterparts while the Cedric the Entertainer show could probably take on a pig and a frog. Uh, I don't think it could take out the bear or a monster or whatever the hell Gonzo <laughs> is. So uh, I'll give that one to the Muppet Show as well. But Miss Piggy does know karate. Uh, vote for the Muppet Show. Uh, Jason, go ahead. Uh, let's see. What exactly is Cedric the Entertainer presenting? Loud ass suits? Let's go with the Muppet Show. Uh, another vote for the Muppet Show. Um, everybody knows how much I love the Muppets. They know how much I love Kermit the Frog. But I've got to vote for Cedric the. No, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I could I couldn't even get that out. I was gonna I was gonna just gonna vote for it and be like, nope, I'm voting for Cedric the Entertainer Presents. It was a great show. Fuck you guys. But um, the Muppet Show. Yeah, like when when I don't remember who put it on. I don't did I put it on? Somebody put it on. I, I think I tried to put it on twice. That's right. You put it on twice. <laughs> I was like, the Muppet Show's not a sketch comedy show. And then I thought about it. I'm like, holy shit. They do nothing but sketches throughout the show. Granted that the, the stuff behind the scenes is what you remember. You know, that's what sticks out because that happens every episode. But they did sketches every episode, too, with people. And they always went horribly wrong. Uh, I, I, I love the Muppet Show. I'm going to vote for the Muppet Show. Anthony? Uh, the Muppet Show, I actually didn't see a lot of episodes of that growing up. I was more so the Muppet Babies. Now, if that was on the list, I'd easily vote for it. But, you know, I don't like the name drop, but Snoop Dogg is, an, is a cool homie of mine. And he did an episode of GGN, look it up on YouTube, where he said, fuck the Muppets. So, fuck the Muppets. Subject the Entertainer presents. Wow. I, I mean, you could, because they are very accepting. They could take a whole fist in their ass, so you could easily fuck them up it. Um, Dominic? 
I can't believe you just went there. <laughs> I do. I can't. And, believe and they're I'm felt, kidding. so you can clean them off pretty easily. Oh God, Miss Piggy. No, sorry. Um, Cedric the Entertainer was funny on the Bernie Mac show, and he was funny in his comedy show. But he wasn't funny enough for me to make me watch his sketch comedy show. And the Muppets, while I wasn't old enough to watch the whole thing, I, I want to buy it so I can see it. And I bought the Muppets movie the day it came out on Blu-ray because my kids love the Muppets now. And anything that appeals to my little kids right now is golden right now in my house. So I'm always going to vote for the Muppets right now. Uh, vote for the Muppets, and the Muppets are moving on, and we're on to our next fight. Uh, a very difficult fight. Jason, this one is yours. It is in Living Color versus Upright Citizens Brigade. I don't know if this is so difficult. I liked Upright Citizens Brigade, but in Living Color was my jam, and just uh, looking at the cast, Jim Carrey, Jamie Foxx, who went on to win an Oscar, Jennifer Lopez was a fly girl on that show. Uh, who else? Who else we got? The the whole Ivory Wayans family or the Wayans family. <laughs> yes. So in living color, man. Uh, like as a as a white kid growing up in the suburbs, in living color was my taste of culture on Sunday nights on Fox. Loved it. And heavy D theme song. A vote for in living color. Yes, in living color was a great great show. Um, and I, 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 what's funny is I was all ready to vote for it. I was like, "Homie, don't play that." You know, I, you know, they're, they're, the taglines, all the good stuff that's on that show. Uh, it was great. Um, but I, I gotta, I gotta vote for Upright Citizens Brigade because I think it's gonna go down in flames here. Uh, Upright Citizens Brigade has the fortune cookie sketch as pennies. So many other things that when you try to explain it to people, it's never as funny as when you saw it or what you saw. And I, I love the hell out of the Upright Citizen Brigade with Amy Poehler, uh, Matt and Matt. I can't remember the angry guy's name. Matt Besser, Matt, uh, whatever. Anyway, I'm voting for Upright Citizen Brigade. UCB for life. Anthony? Uh, for the reasons that you like Upright, Citizens Brigade is the reason I don't. Amy Poehler. I think she's very overrated. She got a show because of Tina Fey. And it's in living color. I, I don't think the best of Upright Citizens Brigade can top the worst of in living color. Even that last season. In living color. I'll vote for in living color. Dominic. In honor of the state of North Carolina, I'm going to give in Living Color, three snaps in a circle. Because <laughs> In Living Color is so full of things. Like, that was where the bootleg t-shirt came from, I think, like in the 80s. Like, when everybody started wearing bootleg t-shirts, it was like the sayings from In Living Color. Like, In Living Color was like cultural. Like, you people weren't supposed to watch that show. Like, it was just supposed to be something on Fox to, like, get it to 10 o'clock. And then it turned into like this thing where everybody came out of it. And I mean, even the dancers are famous now in living color, dude, there's no way. Like even if Amy Poehler became president of the United States, it wouldn't be as, you know, famous as in living color. 
Uh, vote for In Living Color. Mike? Uh, I'm also going to vote for Upright Citizens Brigade. Um, in Living Color uh, was a great show um, and certainly more influential, but uh, there was never a sketch on In Living Color that made me actually shove something in my ass. And uh, after I saw the ass penny sketch, I actually did put pennies in my ass. So my ass pennies are actually out there. Um, so I guess in a direct input on my life, input was the wrong word. Uh, or the right word. It's got to be uh, it's got to be Upright Citizens Brigade because some of you in the greater Detroit area may have handled my ass pennies. Oh, you know, it's funny. Money travels very far, so there is a very good possibility your ass pennies have been uh, all the way from from the 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 golden shores of California all the way to New York City. Uh, I'm well, sure. To be fair, I only put about five of them in there. Yes, but that sketch was brilliant. You've got the upper hand on the rest of the world now. They've had something in there that's been in your ass in their pocket, and that just makes them better. Uh, makes you better, but. And living oh, color, and, and in a fight, uh, I'll give it to living color. Yeah, black people. Uh, <laughs> in living, he didn't say it though. Out of them, I know he didn't. Uh, in living color is moving on, as it probably should. Uh, we are on to our next fight. Uh, it is the state versus Cavalcade of Stars, also known as Jackie Gleason Show. Um, damn it, you guys suck. Because I kind of want to vote for the old show or the not as old show, uh, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with I want to dip my balls in it. I'm, I I want to dip my balls in it. I'm gonna go with the state. Yes, Jackie Gleason show did not have a sketch where he dipped balls and things, but the state did on MTV. MTV used to be good for comedy, uh, but I'm voting for the state. Anthony. Oh, I'm very disappointed. I've never watched the episode of the state, and after hearing your reasoning for voting it, I'm glad. Cavalcade of Stars, Jackie Gleason show. Come on. This is just like history. This is where everything after it got its inspiration from. I mean, I'm expecting this to go on to the second round, so I'm not going to pull out the big gun that is Cavalcade of Stars, Jackie Gleason show. But I mean, some of the characters he came up with that iconic, like uh, Reginald Van Gleason, uh, Rudy the Repairman, the Poor Soul, and that ridiculous Jackie Gleason dance. The fact that a 325-pound man in the 1950s could do a cartwheel before Bam Bam Bigelow is amazing. Jackie Gleason, sir. Uh, vote for Jackie Gleason. Dominic. Once again, nothing I can say will improve upon what Anthony said. Cavalcade of stars. You both live in California. Are you sure you're just not like talking We're in the one same microphone? person, dude? I'm telling you. See, mm, I wonder. You guys haven't talked over each other yet. I'm just one. Mm. Mike, uh, I am going to vote for the state. Uh, I've never watched uh, the Jackie Gleason uh, Cavalcade of Stars. Um, I, I've never been a fan of Jackie Gleason. I really didn't like the Honeymooners either. Um, the state uh, was was funny. I love. Uh, I want to dip my balls in it. I also love. Uh, I don't remember those the two guys' names, but they were just dancing. And go, oh yeah, two hundred pounds of tapioca pudding. Pudding. You cook and chill. It, it was a funny show. It gave us some hilarious people. It gave us uh, 
Reno 911. And, uh, and uh, in a fight, though, I'm going to give it two cavalcade of stars because even though the state guys were funny, they were basically kind of a bunch of uh, wussy 90s college kids. And uh, the trail of bodies in Jackie Gleason's wake uh, is only exceeded by Tim Conway's. <laughs> okay <laughs> vote for the state it is all tied up it comes down to you jason which one takes the win i will also be dipping my balls in it and voting for the state uh that cast you know they're all entrenched in contemporary comedy these days they they kind of went separate ways but some of them stuck together but they're they're all still working and making comedy today uh another an mtv show that you know you could actually watch like i used to remember watching state marathons on the weekends on mtv and uh the state is one of the few things that i've actually purchased on itunes they had the entire first season of the state downloadable on itunes and i bought that shit so the state and the state takes the win. Jackie Gleason goes down to the I'm moon. I'm very disappointed. Very, very, very disappointed. Well, I, I'm sorry. But it lost. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I mean, Ralph, I mean, come on. Ralph Cramden? Yeah. Art Carney? Are you kidding me? Nope, not at all. I want to dip my balls in it. <laughs> and I will be doing that in the second round. <laughs> We're on to our next fight. The shark was happy when you said, I'm going to save all the good stuff to the second round. <laughs> Anthony, this fight is yours. Uh, this one should be easy. It is Hee Haw versus your show of shows. Uh, actually, no, it's not very easy. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I, I'm shocked Hee Haw lasted 20 years in syndication. But your show of shows had Sid Caesar and gave us Carl Reiner. And I know you have to know how awesome Carl Reiner is. Your show of shows. Uh, vote for your show of shows. Dominic. I don't even know what we're talking about. What are the two things? Your show of shows versus Hee Haw. Hee Haw had chicks in it. There you go. That's my answer. A uh, vote for Hee Haw, Mike. Um, hmm. See, I actually never watched your show of shows either. Um, I guess for me, sketch comedy begins at uh, at Laughing and doesn't really go any farther back. Um, I did watch Hee Haw. Uh, I thought it was dumb. They played country music, which I did not like. But it did have not just chicks. It had like quite a few hot chicks and, you know, little, uh, little shirts and kind of Daisy Duke shorts. Um, but, uh, you know, this isn't, this isn't, you know, hottest chicks. So I will, I will give it to your show of shows anyway, because it, it does have sort of a classic comedy legacy. And even though I'm not familiar with it, I'm familiar with many of the people. I think Imogene Coco was on that show too, wasn't she? Um, but it, it, it just launched, like many of the shows on here just launched, uh, careers of, of a lot of terrifically funny people, um, in a fight. However, I'll give it to hee haw, uh, because they're probably all drunk on moonshine and they all got shotguns yeah. and, ah, and banjos. Nice. Wow. Just really just spreading out the hate today. Uh, a vote for your show shows, Jason. 
I will also go with the Carl Reiner defense for your show of shows. So I will vote for your show of shows. If it was the yes. Wonder Showsen version of Hee Haw, which was called Horse Apples, and their jokes all depended on incest and domestic abuse, I would have voted for that. But uh, Hee Haw loses. Oh, vote for your show of shows. And I will very quickly vote for your show of shows as well. Uh, I never found Hee Haw to be funny. Ever. That's not why I voted for it. Yeah, I know. I know. You voted for it for Hot Chicks, but Hot Chicks and comedy don't generally go well together. Uh, It's only been recent that Hot Chicks can actually be funny. They don't have to be funny, though. They just have to be there like Benny Hill. Yeah, I voted for Hee Haw because I watched Gwyneth Paltrow in The Avengers in her hot shorts, and I thought of that when I was thinking of Hee Haw. Uh, Good point. (laughs) Yeah, that that was pretty awesome. Like, wow, where did that ass come from? But, um... <laughs> uh, your show of shows is did moving you not on. Watch Shallow How? What? I like. Did you not watch Shallow How? I did, but I didn't. Oh. Like, I don't yeah. remember. Yeah, I don't remember it from that. I only remember what she really looked like in real life. On <laughs> like, oh my god, she's horrible. But your show of shows is moving on. We're at the last fight of the first round. It is another unknown. <laughs> this one is from Jace uh, Jason. It's from Jared. Mr. Jared Formby came up with this one, and it's brilliant. It is Whose Line Is It Anyway versus a show that I'm assuming several of us watched on Nickelodeon. You can't do that on television. Uh, Dominic, go right ahead. As much as I would love to try to like remember who, Whose Line... What was it? The other one? Whose one Line that, Is It Anyway? Oh, the, what? You can't do that on television? You can't do that on television. You can't do that on television. I remember being funny, but whose line is it anyway? Is like hilarious. Like when you watch a comedy, a sketch comedy show in like syndication, that means like it came on television. You watched it on television, and then it comes on like on a Saturday night on like the Game Show Network, and you still watch it because Wayne Brady and, and company are that funny. Like it's it's hilarious some of the crap that they came up with on that show, and it's I'm assuming live and. I'm assuming, you know, off the cuff. So uh, I'm going to give it to Who's Line. Oh, vote for Who's Line. Mike. Uh, yeah, I'm going to agree. I never watched uh, You Can't Do That on Television. Uh, again, I am I am one of the old guys. So I did not watch Nickelodeon by the time uh, Nickelodeon existed. Uh, I was well past watching kids' shows. Uh, I know very little about it other than the goop. Uh, and though I am a fan of goop, uh, just broadly speaking, Um uh, <laughs> The uh, whose line is it anyway uh, was very funny. It's uh, slime, by the way. In a slime. in a fight. Uh, okay, I'll give that one to the uh, the slime or the goop or whatever it is. Slime, not goop. I don't know. You get slimed. God damn it, uh, Jason. Now, are we talking British Clive Anderson version of Whose Line Is It Anyway or American Drew Carey version of Whose Line Is It Anyway? You decide. Either. Or both. Definitely both. Because if it was going to be the U.S. version, I would have voted uh, you can't do that on television. But uh, let's let's go with the British version that kind of started it all, and I will vote Whose Line Is It Anyway. Another uh, show that I watched in reruns on Comedy Central nonstop. A vote for whose line it is in anyway. And I know by this point, people are shouting, it is not a sketch comedy show. 
it is an improv show. And that is what who whose line is it anyway? It is a it is an improv show. They don't write that stuff down. They improvise it. Uh, sketch comedy tends to be written by writers. Improvise sketches? No, they just improvise. Those are improv games. That's all they are. That's all they ever play. Those aren't sketches. God damn it! I don't think it's a sketch comedy show. Even if I put it up against the British thing, I wouldn't have voted for it. The other British thing, I guess I should say. Um. But you you can't do that on television. Started airing in like the early 80s. Uh, Mr. Ortiz, you were still a kid then. Uh, granted, you were in high school, but you were still a kid. You could have watched it. Uh, it launched the uh, career. Well, it didn't really launch. She was just on it. Alanis Morissette was on the show. And uh, yeah, slime. Was it? That's all you got? Alanis Morissette? That's no, all. no. The green slime that Nickelodeon has been using for the last 30 years, it comes from you can't do that on television. Anytime somebody said the key phrase, I don't know, they got slimed. Mid sketch didn't matter. Uh, and you Isn't know, that the one with the with the lockers where yeah. people would come in and out of the lockers like laughing. Yep. Yeah, that was copying laughing. Yes, for kids. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm voting for you. Can't do that on television. Uh, on top of the fact that whose line it is anyway is just an improv show and not a sketch comedy show. Uh, Anthony. But to be fair, it was an awesome improv show. And Wayne Brady was on that show who actually was in an amazing sketch on the Chappelle show. So I don't remember anything you can't do that on television doing anywhere near as awesome as Wayne Brady and Wayne Brady on the Chappelle show. So I'm going with whose line is it anyway? A uh, second vote for the Chappelle show <laughs> and whose line is it anyway is moving on and we'll be back right after this. Suck. So anyways, I finally got a meeting with Bellamy, the Bacon Bits King. Now I know my campaign's awesome. The problem is everybody I talk to says Bellamy's a real ball breaker. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah. Well, Nick, you're my brother, and you're incredibly successful. Yes, I am. I was hoping that maybe you could give me some tips that might give me an edge when I meet with him. Okay, sure. Here's a good one. When you greet him, give him a good firm handshake and don't release until he does. No, 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 no. I want something different, something special. Wear a red tie. Power tie. That's Bush League. I'm talking about a secret weapon here, Nick. Oh, secret weapon, huh? Yeah. Okay, I think I know what you're after. But if I tell you, you got to promise not to tell anybody else. I promise. That's a sort of a long-term strategy. When's your meeting with Bellamy? Week from today. Oh, not much time. But it might work. Hey, okay, sure. Every time a penny passes through your hands, stick it up your ass. What? And then spend it. Thanks, Nick. Yeah. I thought you were really going to help me. How does sticking pennies up my ass give me an edge when I meet with them? You don't just stick them up your ass, you spend them. And like I said, it's a long-term strategy. I've been doing this for 11 years now. Every day for the past 11 years, I've stuck $30 in pennies up my ass. I use them for everything. Cab rides, movie theater, groceries. What does that accomplish? Will you listen? It's a lot of ass pennies I got out there, my friend. And here's where the magic comes in. When I meet with someone who intimidates me, who puts me on edge, a real hard ass. I just think to myself, they've probably handled one of my ass pennies. In fact, they probably have one in their pocket right then. 
That just seems to sort of give me the upper hand. I mean, hey, I haven't touched anything that's been in their ass. Hey, where's Bellamy like to eat? He likes to eat at the pump room. Great, here's what you do. Go to the bank today, get yourself $50 in pennies. Stick them all up your ass. Oh, please. One at a time, of course. You go to the pump room, buy yourself a nice dinner, paying entirely in pennies. Now, they'll be using your pennies for the next week at least. Bellamy goes in there to eat, he gets your ass pennies for change. By the time you meet with him, you know he's had something in his hand that you've had in your ass. So? So then you got the upper hand. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. It's just like imagining someone in their underwear. No, it's not. It's horrible. Yeah, well, it works for me. You know what? I used to look up to you. I used to think you really had it together. Oh, I do have it together, little brother. You don't pull down eight figures a year without having it together. You don't have it together, Nick. You stick pennies up your ass for confidence. That's not having it together. Do you think you're better than me? I didn't say that. Oh, you didn't have to. It's written all over your face. You have any change in your pocket? Why? Take it out. Why? Go on. Take it out and take a good look at it. Oh, my. You've got a few pennies in there, don't you? I've been sticking $30 in pennies up my ass for the past 11 years. That's 3,000 pennies a day. 21,000 pennies a week. 1,092,000 pennies a year. To date, that's 12,012,000 pennies. Eight times the population of Nebraska. Those pennies were in my ass. You think you're better than me? Oh, you're not better than me. You handle my ass pennies every day. You pick up my ass pennies for good luck. You throw my ass pennies in fountains and make wishes on them. You give my ass pennies to a little daughter to buy gumballs with. Uh, you handle uh, my ass pennies every day. All of you. You all handle my ass pennies. I laugh at you before you can laugh at me. Because your pennies have been in my ass. Hello, I'm Greg, host of a podcast called Inappropriate Conversations. The show is breaking down barriers about discussing politics, sex, and religion. Society says we should keep them separated. I say come out and play. You'll find Inappropriate Conversations on iTunes in the politics section or at inappropriateconversations.podbean.com. Thanks for listening. Music by Kevin McLeod. This is Frank Cho, and this is Geek Fights. And we're back doing what we do every week, coming at you with Jared Formby, trademark geek cred. Uh, who am I going to start with? I think I will be starting with uh, Dominic. Well, let's just say I, I went, okay, here's my geek cred. I went, I worked 13 hours, then I went to see the Avengers movie at midnight, then I got in my car, had breakfast at Denny's, and then drove home two hours, and then watched my kids all day. Then took them to the store to buy Avengers Legos, all in a 24-hour period with three hours of sleep. That's how much I love my geek stuff. Well, thank you very much, Dominic. Uh, let's go with you, Anthony. What's your geek cred? My geek cred is I've been to five WrestleManias and enjoyed most of them. And I'm currently a social media manager for a very very well-known video game company. 
Unfortunately, I can't give you the name because I might get in trouble with some of the comments I've made during the course of this show. But let's just say um, Snake. Don't say, because then if people figure it out and you get fired, I'll be all upset about that. <laughs> okay. Let's not we get say. a discount on games. That's all I care about. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I could probably, probably send it to you. <laughs> no, no, no. We're, this is being recorded. Literally 50 or 60 people might hear this. <laughs> um, Jason of uh, Panels on Pages, what is your geek cred, sir? Yes, uh, co-founder of PanelsOnPages.com, when other geeks just won't do. We've, uh, we just celebrated our third year anniversary. A bunch of us used to work. Uh, we did free uh, writing for the old Wizard Magazine website before that all shut down. So we wanted to go off and do our own thing, and that's why we made Pop um, co-host of the Panels on Pages podcast every Tuesday night live, uh, chat.panelsonpages.com. One half of the World Tag Team Champions of the World, the 11th hour, uh, we do all the Panels on Pages videos. Uh, we also, we've done the commercial for new york comic-con 2011 we did the commercial for c2e2 2012 and we're currently getting ready to do the new york comic-con 2012 commercial uh, as far as geek cred goes probably my biggest thing would be that uh i sold all of my marvel legends and dc universe classes classics action figures so that i could pay for a trip to chicago for my girlfriend uh, to meet Leonard Nimoy at his last ever Star Trek convention. Uh, that's pretty. That, that was that's extensively geeky. That was so much geek. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna get to hear it all again at the end of the show. <laughs> uh, and actually, uh, tomorrow night, ten o'clock. Uh, you know, you can just go onto the website and listen to their show. And yes, I know we're recording on a Wednesday and tomorrow would be Thursday, but for the people who are listening to this, if they're listening to it on a Monday, they can listen to you tomorrow. That's magic. See? Magical time travel. That's we do it all the time. Logic for real. I want I want to getting uh, confused. Do do the guitar sound, Mike. <laughs> I loved that from the last episode. I was like, "Holy shit, that was awesome." But <laughs> let's jump back into the fights. Mike, this one is yours. It is Chappelle's show versus Saturday Night Live. This uh, this is really tough. I mean, this this would be a great uh, final round matchup. Um, and and you know, it's funny. I I really was hoping that people wouldn't hold the the kind of weaker stuff against Saturday Night Live uh, because it it's a truly great show. And and you know, I'm concerned that shows like that and The Simpsons and a lot of a lot of Shows that have been on for a long time and then have had some rough spots can uh, can get judged harshly. Um, but I think uh, you really need to judge a show by its best more so than by its worst. Um, and even though Saturday Night Live has got that legacy, it's got great characters. It's it's launched so many careers. Uh, it really is the big gun. I mean, as you know, we we've, we've joked we can just go right to the end and, and proclaim this the winner. But I, I still just plain like Chappelle's show better. Um, it, yeah, it was only two years, and you say that people might hold that against it. But if you look at a lot of the shows on this list, a lot of them either got cut down and, or canceled because they weren't successful, 
or a lot of them just kind of went on too long and became unfunny. And Chappelle show did neither of those. It was a hugely successful show, uh, in broadcast, even bigger, uh, on DVD. And, uh, you know, we, we saw kind of the, that lost season. And, you know, I think, I think that Dave Chappelle knew that, uh, they weren't going to top it. I think they knew that that second season was perfect and, and they would always be in the shadow of that and kind of respected the show and, and respected the audience enough to say, you know what, we gave you our best. We're not going to just ring this out and drag it on forever. Um, so for having the, the decency to, uh, to go out on top to, uh, to, you know, not, not just sort of fade away. Um, I'm going to give it to Chappelle show because it was, I can't say that as an adult, I've laughed even at old Saturday Night Live as much as I've laughed at some of the stuff on Chappelle's show. I mean, it was just great, perfect humor for its time, and uh, and they went out on top. So even though Saturday Night Live may be the big gun, personally, I just love Chappelle's show. A vote for Chappelle show. Jason? Uh, I will be going with Saturday Night Live despite my love for Chappelle show. Because Saturday Night Live has been around for 37 years. It is the standard bearer as far as sketch comedy goes. I would say live sketch comedy at that. Uh, even when it's bad, it's still kind of good. Like in, in their worst season ever, on their cast, they had Anthony Michael Hall and Robert Downey Jr. For, for one. And as uh, to compare it to Chappelle's show... There was never an Ashy Larry movie. Now, there was a Pat movie. There was a uh, Stuart Saves the World. My favorite movie of all time. I don't think those are time. helping Saturday Night Live's no, case. No, those aren't helping. But my favorite movie of all time, Blues Brothers, stemmed from Saturday Night Live. And uh, I, I resent a lot of the time when people say, oh, Saturday Night Live's not funny anymore. Like, uh, back, back in the day when I used to watch it, it was great. But that it's funny that every generation says that it, it's, it's the funniest when you watched it, but I've been watching it the entire time. And like, they're, they're on a real hot streak these days, especially with the digital shorts. And I'm, I'm a huge Mark for Keenan and whenever he is on screen. So I, I, I could gush about Saturday night live all night. Hopefully it makes it to the next round so I can continue. So Saturday night live is my vote. A vote for Saturday night live. Hmm. You both make very compelling arguments. And actually, the Pat movie and Stuart Saves the World do actually uh, give a boost to Saturday Night Live because there were some of their worst, most annoying characters got movies. Like they, that's how powerful Saturday Night Live is. Saturday Night Live also gives us shows like uh, the Kids in the Hall because uh, Lauren Michaels is the one that produced that thing. Lauren Michaels is a mega producer of comedy and. Um, God damn, Saturday Night Live is is amazing. And but Chappelle's show did go out on top. Uh, everybody says that he just got crazy and he ran away because of the money, blah blah blah. But literally, you watch that second season of Chappelle's show, everything is really, really, really funny. Like everybody talks about, I'm Rick James, bitch. But uh, would you like some pancakes? Is my favorite fucking line from that show. I love. Would you Would you like some pancakes? Bitches. Like, uh, My favorite people to deliver milk to. <laughs> yes, the niggers. <laughs> that sketch was so funny. Uh, I'd like you to meet the wetbacks. What? Oh, shit. Yeah, that, 
Like that that season is an amazing concentrated season of funny. But 37 years of sometimes super high, sometimes really low. Uh, God damn it. This is a really hard fight. I you know, I think I'm going to side with the thing that I've watched for longer and, and has a bigger place in my heart. And even though I don't currently watch Saturday Night Live, I do occasionally catch the, the shorts. Uh, I'm going to go with Saturday Night Live. Anthony? Wow. You know, after listening to your first three, I'm really kind of wavering. I really thought this was going to be the final. Chappelle show, Saturday Night Live. I mean, there's definitely a lot of different ebbs and flows to Saturday Night Live. You know, you have the original cast, Eddie Murphy, which that says a lot. Eddie Murphy started, got made his name here. I mean, I remember some of the, the, the dope skits that they had with uh, Wayne's World, with Madonna. I still remember that. But I mean, the Chappelle show in two years gave us some amazing fucking sketches, some amazing skits. And I don't know if you were paying attention to Twitter a couple of weeks ago, but what was the number one trending topic, at least in the U.S.? Racial draft 2012. When was the last time people on Twitter were actually making their own trending topic about a skit in Saturday Night Live? So for that alone, I'm going with Chappelle Show. A vote for Chappelle Show. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Dominic. Which one is moving on? This is this is really sad. I should not have this much power because I'm going to tell the truth, and I didn't really watch either one of these shows. Like, I've seen sketches and all the best of these shows, but I never. It was never appointment television to watch either one of these shows. When I was in college, I was into girls. I didn't give a shit about Saturday Night Live. Um, when I was in high school, I was into girls. I didn't give a shit about Saturday Night Live. When I was in junior high, I had to go to bed, so I didn't give a shit about Saturday Night Live. I don't even know if I had Comedy Central when the Chappelle show was on. I'm sure I had it, but I didn't know what channel it was. So it's really difficult for me to answer this question. I, I'm kind of upset that I don't get any more Charlie Murphy sketches. Um, Charlie Murphy always seems to make me laugh. Um, but all the best people on Saturday Night Live. I'm going to go box office. And... Um, there are no Chappelle show movies and even the crappy ones. Like there's 11 crappy Saturday night live sponsored movies. All of them are crappy. Like blues brother, 2000 ladies, man, MacGruber, it's Pat. Those still all made $348 million. Like if you combine them all, that's, that's ridiculous. So I'm going to vote for SNL on box office and for Dick in the box. That's my dick in the box. <laughs> Vote for Saturday yeah. Night Live. And Saturday Night Live is moving on. And <laughs> wow. It's funny. Nobody's pulled out Bill Murray yet. Uh, we're on to our next fight. Jason, this one is yours. It is Human Giant versus Monty Python's Flying Circus. Uh, now, we were talking about the Saturday Night Live, move, the sketches that went on to become movies. And I'd say just the fact that Monty Python's Flying Circus went on to make Three movies, Holy Grail, Life of Brian, and Meaning of Life, uh, takes the win over Human Giant, which, you know, was ki is kind of a blip on the radar of sketch comedy history. Not to say that, not to take anything away from it, but Monty Python. Oh, uh, vote for the Python. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm i voting for Human Giant because I laughed more watching Human Giant. Uh, that, that's it. I'm not saying that Monty Python isn't a better show or a, a more a more influential show or anything like that. I just like Human Giant a little bit more. Um, I'm going to vote for Human Giant also because odds are Human Giant is going out this round, so I'm not going to get to talk about it again, but um, my favorite all-time sketch from Human Giant is the one where they're at the where they're running around having fun playing and then one of them gets hit by a car and then it goes Xbox stay indoors and that was the, that was the whole sketch <laughs> they were running around playing one of them gets hit by a car and dies and then it goes Xbox stay indoors and play or something like that I was like that's brilliant so I'm going to go with Human Giant uh Anthony um I'm just going to have to go with history, and I like Eric Idle, so Monty Python. Another vote for the Python. Dominic. Uh, um, we're going box office again. No, we're not. I'm just... Isn't House from, from that show? From uh, Monty Python? No, Hugh Laurie wasn't on that one. No, no he was from Black Adder, right? That's yeah. right. That's something else. Well, I was going to go house just going out at 100 episodes. Oh, well, that kills that. Um, here we go. Let's wait, see. wait, you can insult all British people by saying, wait, that wasn't the, that wasn't Hugh Laurie? Aren't they all the same? <laughs> right, exactly. Well, let's see. I'm going to bring it back to America. Let's see. Um, what's the dude's name that was in uh, Fish Called Wanda? Uh, which one? Which there were one? Several. That was <laughs> the one John, from the show. John Cleese. John Cleese. Yeah, John Cleese was Cleese, in. But Michael Palin was in that too. Michael Palin and. Ah, yeah. yeah. There you go. See? A Fish Called Wanda had Jamie Lee Curtis in her heyday. And since this whole episode has gone back to the spank bank, uh, we'll, we'll go there. There you go. I'm voting for Jamie Lee Curtis in her heyday. Uh, vote for Monty Python. <laughs> um, uh, who am I? Who am I going to? Oh, Mike. Uh, I, I will also vote for Monty Python because the human giant would not expect the Spanish Inquisition. <sighs> Look it up. Yeah. Oh no, I know it. Uh, but Monty Python is moving on for an epic fight. Mike, you really did not pay attention when you put these into the bracket, did you? I do it randomly. I, well, it's now so, uh, for a spot in the final four. It's Saturday Night Live versus Monty Python. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty hardcore. On to our next fight. It is the Kids in the Hall versus the Flip Wilson Show. Uh, these are the Daves I know. I know. These are the Daves I know. Yeah. Girl drink drunk. Um, the running guy, faggot. Uh, what was? Oh, running faggot. That was great. Uh, what? What's the guy with the big the the, the French film that they made or the French Canadian film where? It was just guy who had the really big, heavy feet, and he was walking really, really slow. Mr. Heavyfoot. Mr. Heavyfoot, that was his name? <laughs> the chicken lady. Um, Kids in the Hall, I, I have seen live, thanks to the courtesy of Mr. Michael Ortiz. I've seen them do the, some of these sketches live. Yep. Um, yeah, I've got to vote Kids in the Hall. Uh, all love and respect to Flip Wilson, but I don't think I've ever watched it. I might have seen, I've seen commercials of the Flip Wilson show. I've seen the entire run of Kids in the Hall. And uh, you can catch uh, new sketches on, uh, what is it? Well, 
you can catch old sketches with explanations on the Nerdist uh, YouTube channel. So, uh, kids in the hall. Uh, Anthony. Well, I know this is a losing battle I'm fighting, but damn it, it's Flip Wilson. Come on. Here come the judge. Here come the judge. He had Muhammad Ali on his show, and he was just a cool-looking mofo. I wish that was my daddy. Flip Wilson. Uh, vote for Flip Wilson. Dominic. See, I made the noise while he was talking. Um, I'm going to vote for Flip Wilson because he's dead, and I'm going to honor the dead. There you go. Uh, vote for Flip Wilson because he's dead. Uh, Mike. Uh, I, I'm also going to vote for Kids in the Hall. Uh, I've, I've actually seen them live three times. Um, they're, they're fantastic. They're just as good live as they are uh, on television. Um, does Dave Foley look as bloated as he does on television? Uh, he does now. I actually saw him, I think it was like three years ago. And, uh, and yeah, he's, he's not held up well. Um, but it just there's so many great memorable sketches. I don't remember a lot from the Flip Wilson show. Uh, I remember Geraldine, um, but uh, I don't remember I don't remember them as much as the Crushing Your Head guy or uh, the um, the Chicken Lady. You know, like it's already been mentioned. But even like Buddy Cole and the the uh, the, the Temps. You know, they just every sketch and and they had a lot of recurring characters. Sometimes very subtle recurring characters. But unlike some of the other shows that are on this list, they never really ran them into the ground. They never really uh, overused them. And the show was only on for a few years, but they were almost all really solid years. By the end, you know, they, they started getting a little weirder. Um, and they really were a pioneer of of just kind of the the strange comedy. I mean, not not quite the absurdist level of, of Monty Python, but shows like, like the State and Upright Citizens Brigade. I mean, that the style of humor that they really uh, that they really do that that really came to to TV um, through the kids in the hall, and I remember watching Kids in the Hall even before HBO picked it up. It was a C, it was on uh, CBC, and, uh, and here in Detroit we could pick that up. Uh, it, the the cast is all great. Um, it, it's really I it it's got to move on. I mean it's 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 a contender for uh, for the top spot in my book. A vote for Kids in the Hall. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Jason. Which one takes the win? It's a fact. Kids in the Hall moves on to the next round. Nice. 40, what is it, 40 Carols agree? 30 Helens agree. 30 Helens agree. That's, <laughs> that's right. changing my vote to Flip Wilson. You already said Flip Wilson. <laughs> what is even for? I do pay attention <laughs> most of the time. And I'm going to throw in uh, Cancer Boy and uh, the uh, Kids in the Hall brain candy, just to little, add a little candy onto that. Uh, yeah. Kids in the Hall, moving on. We're on to our next fight. Life is short, life is shit. And soon it will, it will be over. Uh, Anthony, this fight is yours. Uh, it is Mad TV versus Mr. Show. Okay, again, I've never watched the episode of Mr. Show. And I, from the few clips I've seen today, I'm really not that impressed by it. Mad TV, as I said in the first round, was awesome. You know, the times when I didn't have anything to do Saturday night, I would come up at 11 o'clock at Fox and watch that and see what funny-ass sketch they're going to come up with. And Mr. Swan was awesome. That skit with Deborah Wilson as Sharifa, Bonifa, Halifa, Jackson, brilliant. Mad TV. 
Uh, vote for Mad TV, Dominic. I don't know what the other. Uh, I'm just going to vote for Mad TV because I haven't. Uh, I don't want to try to think about what the other one was because I didn't watch it. You didn't watch Mr. Show with Bob and David? Wasn't that on HBO? Yeah. Uh, I don't think I had HBO when it was on. It wasn't on for very long. All right. Well, uh, another vote for <laughs> Mad That's TV. That's a bummer of an answer, but yeah, Mike. Uh, I am going to vote for Mr. Show. Uh, this is a tough fight. Uh, I loved Mad TV also. I thought it was. A, I actually started watching that uh, instead of Saturday Night Live because I think uh, at the time when they were on together, I think it was a better show. Um, and it, it it had a lot of great characters, and it was it was very very funny. But Mr. Show. Um, while it was certainly on for a shorter period of time, it's it's just one of those when I compare the best of these two shows, and I look at Mr. Show, and I can't remember the name of the band who was uh, who had the the fan that jumped in the acid. Um, Titanica. That that's just I I can't stop laughing at that sketch, and uh, the the sketch where the the guy did the call in show, but uh, people were calling in for the the pre recorded call in show, and everybody called in for the wrong topic. I mean, really, just bizarre, strange, but but brilliantly hilarious stuff. So uh, while it certainly didn't last as long and hasn't been seen by as many people, um, you know, obviously I, I saw those guys perform live too. So uh, it, it it really just is a fantastic show. Uh, it gave us David Cross, who uh, who is who's great, and Bob Odenkirk, who is great, and even like Jack Black. Didn't he get a start on that show? And uh, Brian Pasein. I mean, just yep. really so a lot of a lot of great people from both shows. But you know, the people who I am much more likely to watch now came from Mister Show. A uh, vote for Mister Show, Jason. Yeah, I have to agree with that sentiment. Uh, uh, I would say the cast and crew from Mister Show definitely has a a more lasting career than anyone from Mad TV, besides Will Sasso being in the Three Stooges movie. But uh, yeah, Posehn, Jack Black, uh, Odenkirk went on to help produce uh, the Tenacious D TV show. Uh, Scott Adsit from Moral Laurel, 30 Rock. Tom Kenny, who's freaking SpongeBob SquarePants. Sarah Silverman. Uh, yeah, uh, Paul F. Tompkins, Mr. Show all the way. I just, I, I really, I think I resent Mad TV for trying to be competition for Saturday Night Live. So I just always have a bad taste in my mouth about it. <laughs> A uh, vote for Mr. Show. It is all tied up. It comes down to me, and I've got three words for you. Cock rings, cock rings, cock rings. <laughs> the cock ring emporium. Old Ironside. Seriously, look it up on YouTube. They, they did a sketch where they had hundreds of uh, thousands of cock rings come to the cock ring emporium, cock ring warehouse. I don't remember exact wording. And it was just a very bland, like, homemade commercial about cock rings in the cock ring warehouse. It's wintertime. Give your cock rings to the poor. Like, what? Uh, and that's for Mr. Show. You can't say cock ring on Mad TV. As much, <laughs> as, much as I would have loved them to do that. Uh, you forgot, what's his name? Marilyn Rice Cub. Um, there's a couple yep. of other people. And uh, Tenacious D did get its start on Mr. Show. So, I, I like Tenacious D as well. So I'm I'm gonna vote for show because I really did only like the first couple seasons of Mad TV when it was still Mad when they would actually have the the uh, what is it Spy versus Spy cartoons yeah. and stuff like that. I, that's when I, I liked that show when they started losing the stuff that was 
Mad Magazine and just became just the show that it was. I didn't like it as much. Orlando uh, Jones. Orlando Gump, Jones was was I, fiction. Yeah, I, you know there were some really good sketches. That, don't change my vote. Um, I'm voting for Mr. Show. <laughs> Mr. Show is moving on. And we are on to our next fight. Dominic, this one is yours. It is Robot Chicken versus Key and Peel. I just muted it. Sorry. Um, I think Robot Chicken is more fit for what we're doing on this show. We are a geek fight show. And uh pretty sure Robot Chicken is geek friendly. Um, uh I've never watched Key, Key and Peele, so except for that YouTube video of uh, Obama dropping the mic. Um, so I'm just going to vote for Robot Chicken because it's it's better in my mind because I haven't seen it. Uh, vote for Robot Chicken. And I was like, bitch. Uh, Mike. Uh, I will vote for Robot Chicken here. Um, it, it does have uh, greater geek cred. I know that kind of held that against it before. Um, but uh, you know, it does come down to Key and Peele. Uh, is they're they're both very very funny shows. Key and Peele hasn't really kind of stood the test of time yet. Um, Robot Chicken has, uh, while it, it is hit and miss, and and certainly a lot of times they do just sort of take an easy way out. Sometimes it is also ridiculously funny. Um, plus the the Star Wars stuff, and they are doing a a Robot Chicken DC comic special coming up soon, and I'm looking forward to that. So uh, Robot Chicken. Uh, another vote for Robot Chicken, Jason. I have a feeling that Key and Peele's not going to make it out of this round. So I just want to say to those of you that haven't really watched it, I would strongly suggest seeking out the magical Negro sketch from I think it was one of the last two episodes of this first season. I I I don't know if I've ever laughed as hard in my entire life than during that sketch. So magical Negro sketch, Google it, please. I ask of you. So I'm going to vote Key and Peele even though probably not going to make it out. You're voting for Key and Peele because they're magical Negroes? I wasn't paying attention. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'll vote for Key and Peele. <laughs> I don't know if I'm comfortable with the way he says Negroes. I know. It was weird, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it's like he, he kept extending his sentences so he could keep saying that word. Hmm. But anyway, I'll vote for Key and Peele. Um... Let's see what can I, you know what I'm voting for Robot Chicken for the sketch and it's one of my favorite. It's where it had three different versions. Yeah, three different versions, three different endings, where the kid caught his it was it was in his bedroom waiting for his parents to tuck him in or whatever, and then his his father came in the house and then his mother and them would argue and then you hear the shot and then nothing and then the dad came up the stairs, opened the door. Want to go to Disneyland? And and it kept doing that. It was always a horrific death downstairs. And then either the dad, the mom, or and then the last one was I think Santa Claus. It was just a bizarre sketch, and I liked it a lot. So I'm gonna go with Robot Chicken, uh, Anthony. And to your point, I remember one of my favorite uh, sketches was the one with. The Nerdtron one, where he was on the bike and kept going around and around and around. It was real simple, but I laughed my ass off. Like, what the hell are you doing on the bike? How come you can't turn left? How come you can't turn right? Robot Chicken. That and the fact that I'm just pissed off that Key and Pale is even in the second round. 
Ah, uh, Spite, I knew you well. Uh, vote for Robot Chicken. And I was like, bitch. Seriously, that's the only sketch I remember from Key and Peele. <laughs> but a great sketch. It, it was until they went all the way into space. It just went on just a little too long for me. Uh, but Robot Chicken is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is SCTV versus The Muppet Show. You had no childhood. Uh, I, I had a childhood. Um, and, and, and during it, I watched SCTV um, and the Bob and Doug McKenzie movie. Um, I, I think it's interesting that we've got a show that's kind of basically a sketch comedy show about a TV show and a kind of a sketch comedy show about a TV network. Uh, you know, both are kind of these behind the scenes, both have, have, uh, you know, kind of recurring characters and, and almost sort of, sort of a sitcom sort of thing going on yet both still uh, do a lot of great sketches. Um, but you know, for me, the, the Muppets, uh, may be a, a, a favorite, a childhood favorite. I never liked them as much as I liked SCTV. I mean, that's, that's pure comedy. Um, the, the people that it gave us, uh, you know, again, it, it was sort of like the, the, the alternative to, uh, to Saturday Night Live. It wasn't quite as edgy. It was a little bit more sedate, a little bit more Canadian. Um, but in many ways it was every bit as funny. So, uh, I'll go with SCTV. Uh, vote for SCTV, Jason. Uh, I will also vote for SCTV, even though I'm a huge Muppets fan. But I think I would consider Muppets, even though I suggested it for the the sketch tournament. I would classify it more of a variety show. So I will go SCTV. Another vote for SCTV. See, you said variety show. You might have just killed Saturday Night Live with those words. Variety show. Um, the Muppet Show. God, you know, I love Kermit the Frog. I, I like the Muppets. I like Animal a lot. I like uh, uh, several of the other Muppets, but I love Kermit the Frog. So if this was Kermit the Frog versus SCTV, I'd vote for Kermit the Frog. Easy. Uh, but when you add up the rest of the Muppets, uh, there are several I don't like. Um and and it was a variety show. Name three. What? Name three if Muppets you know. I don't like? Yeah. It, you, it's the Eagle. The Eagle Muppet. I can't stand that motherfucking Muppet. I don't Stay know why. Eagle, I, I don't like him. He's always just a fucking dick. Um, Scooter. I don't like Scooter. He's, he's too fucking whiny. And I don't like Miss Piggy. Fuck that bitch. Stay away <laughs> yeah, from I never my liked man. Her either. <laughs> Seriously, I hate Miss Piggy. It's because Kermit wouldn't go to the club with you because he was married. Uh, I don't know how to do He wasn't married at the time. He's supposed <laughs> to be my man. I love you, Kermit. And honestly, I don't understand what he could possibly see in her. That's the thing. She's a bossy bitch. I hate her. Um, <laughs> I'm voting for SCTV. <laughs> Anthony. Um, although the Muppet Show, it did give me a dope cameo from Prince doing Starfish and Coffee. Look it up. It was amazing. It was also on an episode of Monday Night Raw. And I'm still a wrestling fan. And the fact that you had a res Santino Morella winning a match because Beaker gave him a power aid. I can't vote for the Muppet Show. SCTV. Another vote for SCTV. And Dominic, is it a clean sweep? You people had no childhood. My cell phone gives my answer 
as I raise my fist in defiance and put my head down as we get near the Olympics. (laughs) (laughs) The Muppets. My children are angry at this show now. Hello? (laughs) (laughs) What happened here? You let your children listen to our show? Holy shit. That's a horrible fucking cock, idea. Cocksucker, 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 vagina. Uh, Penny Hatch is a cunt. I'm just going to throw that back out there. Wow. Yeah. Not yeah anymore. You, we, we may have to edit that out or child services might uh, intervene. <laughs> yeah, if your children are listening. But SCTV is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Jason, this one is yours. It is In Living Color versus The State. I loved both of these shows. I would say I loved In Living Color more, and because it's more available to me, I watch uh, reruns of In In Living Color more. I don't know if you guys know, there's a show, or there's there's some channel out there right now, uh, further down the line on DirecTV, that shows In Living Color remakes, or uh, replays at about 2 in the morning. Uh, So yeah, I'm going to vote In Living Color, and my reasoning is the brilliance of Tommy Davidson and him getting stripped down to his thong in all the Wanda sketches. A vote for in living color. This one is really, really hard because in living color was the end of a comedy thing for me. Like that's, that's my, my comedy growth. That's where it were with, with that type of comedy. That's where it ends. And the new type, the type that I, I like now is more like the state and the state was what actually, Oh, look at that. There's a state. There's something different. This is new. I like this. This is funny. Ha ha ha. Oh, in living color is not as funny, but in living color is a fucking powerhouse. Uh, Dag, David Allen Greer, like there's so many big names on it. And yes, two Academy award nominations, one win. Um, I don't wait. How many people from the state had, because uh, they write movies all the time. How many uh, Academy Awards did uh, Night of the Museum get? I think it got something. <laughs> it, it at least got a nomination, not for their writing, though. Because uh, I, I can't remember their names right now. But uh, uh, Thomas Lennon and that other guy. Yeah. See? And, and Reno 911, uh, Viva Variety. Uh, there's so much good stuff that came out of the state. Uh, God damn it. But 11 colors better. Uh, I'm going to go with the state. I'm going to go with the state. I'm going to the state. I'm going to keep saying it until it's true. Anthony. Oh, my God. I can't believe you voted for the state over in Living Color. That's blasphemous. Living Color is awesome. The state, I guess. Plain and simple. Homie the Clown and Men on Films. But my all-time favorite, the Homeboys and their shopping network. In Living Color. <laughs> A vote for living color. Uh, Dominic. And, and for the people that, you know, thought that, you know, in living color was just black people, uh, the fireman sketch and uh, Jim Carrey. It was Jim Carrey. See? It, it wasn't all just black people. Another vote for in living color and Mike. Uh, you know, if if we had done this topic a year ago, 
uh, there's a very good chance I would have gone with the state. Um, but I actually have rewatched it recently. Um, uh, it's on Netflix. And uh, even though I still enjoy the show a lot, and there's some sketches that are, that are fantastic, on the whole, it, it wasn't as funny as I remembered it. And I don't know if it was just, you know, at the time, maybe some of the, the humor might be a little too topical. Maybe it is just stylistically I've, I've kind of moved on to something else. And, and now I haven't watched In Living Color recently, so maybe there would be the same problem. But I don't know that, though, with the state... Yeah, I actually there there's a tinge of disappointment there because it just did not deliver the way uh that it did before where shows like Kids in the Hall and Monty Python um still do for me. So because the state didn't quite hold up and uh at least in my memory in Living Color does uh I'll vote for in Living Color. Uh vote for his adult memory. Uh in Living Color is moving on and we're on to our next fight. Uh it is your show shows versus who whose line is it anyway? Uh, whose line is it anyway? Is the improv show not a fucking sketch comedy <laughs> show? It didn't matter what you put up against it. You could you could have put a, a, a Jesus fucking a baby up against whose line is it anyway? And I vote for Jesus fucking a baby. Wow, that was a horrible statement. Uh, I'm still voting for your show shows, Anthony. Yeah, you doing some weird shit. Uh, I'm just, your show shows. I like. Whose line is it anyway? I love Wayne Brady. He's he's cool. He's awesome. Drew Carey is host, but your show of shows. That's my pick. Uh, vote for your show of shows, Dominic. Uh, what is your show of shows? I know we're getting towards the end, but I should know by now. But I'm confused. Uh, basically, the first sketch comedy show on television, 1951, somewhere around there, real early. The other one, then. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> a vote for whose line is it anyway, Mike? Uh, I will vote for whose line is it anyway, because you don't believe that it is a sketch comedy show. Um, and I actually have never watched uh, your show of shows, and I think you would be much more likely to see a sketch about Jesus fucking a baby on whose line is it anyway. Uh, vote for whose line is it anyway? It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Jason. Which one takes the win? Sorry, Damon, but uh, even though you don't think it's sketch comedy, I don't know how else you would classify it because it's not like there's other uh, improv shows out there that could go a 16-round tournament against whose line is it anyway. So because I'm ignorant to your show of shows, I just wikied it while we were on the show here tonight. I saw that Carl Reiner was on it. But, uh, yeah, uh, whose line is it anyway? Sorry. And whose line is it anyway? An improv show making it into the next round. You're right. There aren't any other improv rounds uh, shows. It is the best improv comedy show of all time. But um, it's not sketch comedy. Uh, <laughs> on to our next fight. Anthony, this is for a spot in the final four. This fight is a fucking doozy if you actually care about either one of these. It is Saturday Night Live versus Monty Python's Flying Circus. Ooh, wow. You know, I really should care about Monty Python and versus SNL because of the history, but I'm American, so I'm going with SNL. U.S.A. U.S.A. Uh, Dominic? Um... 
I, I want to vote for Monty Python for the Lumberjack song, but I'm not going to because uh, that's the only thing I can think of off the top of my head, and that's not enough to beat, like, at least 10, ten different, like, Saturday Night Live sketches I can think of off the top of my head. So, And most of them aren't even really that funny, but I, I don't know. I, they're memorable. Like, when Netflix came out and then they, they had the best of Saturday Night Live, I think you get the, the that that trade paperback type concentrated effort of watching comedy and you, you get you get what Saturday Night Live is supposed to be about and it made me appreciate it a little bit more because uh, I was never really a fan until I started watching it like the best of Dan Aykroyd or the best of Eddie Murphy and, and I found myself cracking up quite a bit so I'm going to go with Saturday Night Live another vote for Saturday Night Live Mike um, I, I'm going to go with with Monty Python I mean maybe uh you may not remember a lot of sketches, but I do. Um, you know, there's uh, the fish slapping sketch. There's the uh, the complaint uh, department. There's the argument. Uh, there's there's you know maybe not as many as Saturday Night Live, but it hasn't been on as long either. And for me, that's part of the problem with Saturday Night Live is there's a lot that is bad. You know, if you were to stack up all the great stuff and stack up all the bad stuff and stack up all the mediocre stuff, uh, most of it would be would be mediocre. Uh, almost everything after the second musical act is is usually pretty shitty. Um, you know, it's been on for as long as it has because there's not a lot of competition on a Saturday night, and it's certainly an institution. Um, and uh, and even though it is bigger and more influential, I don't think on the whole, percentage-wise, um, Saturday Night Live is funnier. Um, Monty Python was was good from beginning to end, and certainly it's not the style of humor that that everybody likes. Uh, certainly, even on this panel, but it is a style of humor that I like. And uh, and for me, it's just it's just funnier and. Uh, Hell, if you really want to want to compare them, get stoned and watch Monty Python and get stoned versus Saturday Night Live. They're both great, but you understand Monty Python a lot better. I will uh, take that challenge. <laughs> vote for Monty Python, Jason. Uh, no disrespect to Monty Python. Uh, I want to do uh, two points to vote for Saturday Night Live. First off is uh, Andy Samberg and the digital shorts, which have been running for the past. Uh, I'd say five or six years, uh, always kind of knock it out of the park. There's Dick in a Box, uh, Mother Lover, uh, Jack Sparrow, uh, Natalie's Rap, Natalie Portman rapping, uh, punching people just before eating. I could go on and on. Uh, they just did their 100th digital short, which was pretty cool. Secondly, this is uh, some of the cast members from the 1992 to 1993 cast of Saturday Night Live. Adam Sandler, Chris Farley, Chris Rock, David Spade, Dana Carvey, Mike Myers, Phil Hartman, and Rob Schneider. And that, I think... That was when it was funny. I would, <laughs> I, I would put that cast up against the uh, Monty Python cast any day. Uh, vote for SNL. Uh, you know... And 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 it, and this is a case of if we had a different panel, it would go a completely different way because Monty Python is 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 the other side. This is one of those things that probably should have been 
another final fight, but uh, yeah, I, I gotta go with SNL because uh, the cast that he just named is is the cast I loved. Uh, that was that was the one. Phil Hartman, that's my boy. When Phil Hartman and Chris Farley oh, left the show, that same the same week, the same day, the same episode. I, I remember them singing goodbye, 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 and then. Phil Hartman gets killed by his wife on a cocaine binge and then Chris Farley dies on a cocaine binge. So, uh, yeah, uh, it's SNL all the way. I thought you were saying when they left the show, like in quotes, you meant like they left before they died. Yeah, they left before they died. Their, their last sketch, their last sketch is, uh, the goodbye song from, um, what is it? Sound of music. They all did the sound of music thing. And Phil Hartman was the dad and, Chris Farley played the littlest kid. It was pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, SNL into the final four. On to our next fight. Dominic, this one is yours. Ooh, it is the Kids in the Hall versus Mr. Show. I am squishing our head. I'm squishing our head. Squishing, squishing. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Kids in the Hall. Uh, vote for Kids in the Hall. Mike. Yeah, I'll also go with Kids in the Hall. Um, you know, like I said, the, the, the style of humor that uh, Mr. Show did very, very well, the kids in the hall also did very, very well, and they did it first. Um, I, I think it gives us more memorable sketches, more memorable uh, characters. Um, you know, one of my all-time favorites is, is just something just something little. There was a, the guy, a guy walks up and says, oh, you paint in the chair or whatever, and the guy goes, yeah, what was your first clue, Einstein. And then it pulls back, and it actually is Einstein. And he walks away going, just calm down, just calm down. He's painting a chair. You discovered relativity. Uh, just lots of, of classic little little things like that that were just they were just funny and, and weird and, and never popped up again. And, uh, you know, I, I, both shows are great shows, but, you know, Kids in the Hall, uh, it, you know, I'll invoke the geek logic of if, uh, if I had to put one on right now, which would I put on? And it's definitely Kids in the Hall. Uh, another vote for Kids in the Hall, Jason. I will also have to vote for Kids in the Hall. I uh, respect Mr. Show. I think the longevity of Kids in the Hall definitely definitely gives it an edge. The pedigree of it being a, a Lauren Michaels production. I really dug the way Mr. Show kind of uh, weaved in and out of the different sketches. It, there, there was a common thread going through all of them, but Kids in the Hall was many an afternoon for me on during the summer. And I, I can't even because, because there were so many great recurring characters, but they didn't hammer them into the ground. It's hard to name off the characters. Like one of my favorite recurring bits was the, the couple, it was Bruce McCullough and Mark McKinney as the boyfriend, girlfriend. And Bruce McCullough was always getting beat up in an alley because he was a tough guy with a Napoleon complex. But like, like that's not there. You can't even name that sketch as like a recurring thing. But it it happens, you know, once every few episodes. Love kids in the hall. That's my vote. A uh, vote for the kids in the hall. Um, sorry, we're gonna have to seal them up. We're gonna have to seal up your pits. The sketch <laughs> where the guy had amazing smelling sweat. So they had him run on a, a, a treadmill for a while, so they bottle it and sell it. And they did that for a very long time, and then world peace happened because nobody, like, everybody was content. Everybody was happy. 
and but they started losing profits, so they had to seal up his pits. And he was like, "Okay, you can go ahead and seal them up." And they just started putting cement in his armpits. <laughs> husk musk. Uh, was that what it was called? Husk musk. Husk musk, because his name was Danny Husk. Yeah, he was another recurring character. He was just a businessman character okay. that they put into any any different situation. Yeah, you know, and and yeah, I, I love that sketch. So uh, I'm gonna go with uh, kids in the hall. And uh, Anthony, is it a clean sweep? Yes, it's a clean sweep. I remember 1989. We finally got cable in the hood, and we got HBO. And well, it was the best show that my brother kept on telling me about it. Kept on making me watch Kids in the Hall. Come with Kids in the Hall. Uh, vote for Kids in the Hall. And Kids in the Hall is into the final four. We're on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. Should be easy. It is Robot Chicken versus SCTV. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it. It's actually a little bit tougher. But, uh, you know, we're definitely uh, marching the classics ahead here. And uh, And while I do enjoy Robot Chicken a great deal, uh, you know, SCTV is, can't believe it's taken us this long, iconic. Um, you know, it's, it's a second city. It, it launched uh, great, great uh, people like Bob and Doug McKenzie, um, who probably to this day my favorite, uh, my favorite sketch in the show. And, and actually for, for a long, long time, uh, that's, that's what I thought Canadians were really like. Um, it's, uh, it, it's, it just... I don't know. I mean, Eugene Levy, John Candy, Rick Moranis, Dave Thomas, uh, you know, everybody on that show pretty much went on to, uh, to something big and, uh, and, and it's still a great show. I mean, you can still catch it from time to time and, uh, it holds up. It's a very kind of quiet, subtle humor in some places and just plain stupid humor in others. And, uh, and all of it was great. Uh, vote for SCTV. You know, I, I realize now that we probably should have had a woman on this panel. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> a little late for that, huh? Uh, Jason. Uh, I've been waiting for Robot Chicken to get knocked out of this tournament tournament since the first round. So, SCTV, uh, if only for the fact that uh, <laughs> uh, Dave Thomas and Joe Flaherty went on to play the Sleaze Brothers in Fall That Bird, the Sesame Street movie. Uh, vote for SCTV. Um, wait, is, is Joe, what's his name? Uh, Joe Flaherty. Flaherty. Joe Flaherty. Is he, wasn't he in uh, Happy Gilmore? Jackass! Yeah. You that, will not make this butt, Jackass! Yeah, um, I met him when I was like five. I remember it vividly. He was here in Pontiac, Michigan as the, didn't they, didn't he do a Dracula character on SCTV? Yeah. And that, that's what he was doing. At well, it was like a, uh, a Sir Graves Ghastly kind of uh, horror movie host. Uh, whatever it was, I remember meeting him in the <laughs> early 80s, like 83. It's one of my earliest memories. And I remember watching SCTV back then. I don't know why my parents watched it while I was sitting there, but whatever. I'm voting for SCTV. Uh, Anthony, is it a clean sweep? I'm going to have to go with SCTV as well. It It is just a classic show. Another vote for SCTV. I, I, I'm sorry. I was throwing a clean sweep out there so early. Dominic, is it a clean sweep? <laughs> well, since we're the same person. Um, wait, what's funny? 
SCTV. Ah, uh, God. I guess I'll vote for SCTV because I can't remember what it's up against. Robot Chicken. You're not even drunk. Wait, Robot Chicken was awesome because it had the uh, Dark Crystal wrap. But that's not enough to vote for it. I, I Some of the toys they use on that show, I'm like, how did you have that toy? Anyway, I'm going to go with SCTV because is there any chance that SCTV can go up against SNL and we can have the same characters fighting the same characters? It is a possibility. All right, I like that. I like that idea. SCTV. SCTV takes it in a clean sweep. And we're at our last fight, last spot, the final four. Jason, this one is yours. It is in living color versus whose line is it anyway, which is not a sketch comedy show. (laughs) Uh, Well, let's go ahead and uh, knock whose line is it anyway out of the running and go with in living color. Uh, I'm on the in living color Wikipedia right now. And apparently they're looking to revive in living color and it is scheduled to return in 2012 with two half hour specials by Keenan Ivory Wayne. So that's cool. It's Wikipedia. It's gotta be false. <laughs> Hollywood reporter. Well, you, that would be crazy if they were able to get the original cast back together. Well, not that crazy because most of them didn't do shit, but like Jim Carrey back on that show would be, <laughs> or, uh, you know, Jamie Foxx. There are people that are, are too big to do that now. Dame, even Damon Wayne's probably because he, you know, he had that sitcom on ABC for six or seven years. Like should bring in Damon Wayne's junior. He looks just like him. <laughs> just shave his head. You'd never know the difference. Um, because all black people look alike. Uh, I've, I've said it before. Say it again. Whose Line It Is Anyway is a great improv show. Uh, the best improv show because I really can't think of any other shows where they just do improv games. Um, so, yeah, In Living Color. Because, well, In Living Color is iconic. It shaped part of my childhood. That Friday, that Saturday, wait, that was a Sunday night lineup. Simpsons, uh, it went Simpsons in Living Color and Married with Children. Yeah, it was was before the (laughs) X Files, and I I don't know what followed the Married with Children, but that that was that was a hardcore lineup for me as a kid. So, uh, yeah, I'm going in Living Color. Uh, Anthony, Uh, I can talk about all the great sketches and all the great comedians, but I'm going to go with Jennifer Lopez's ass. I like looking at it. In living color. Uh, I would love to look at it in living color, but um, yeah, vote for in living color. You know, she's naked in Money Train? I had no idea. I, I was watching that the other day. I'm like, holy shit, she gets naked in that. Uh, Dominic. Hey, Money Show DV sales skyrocket. <laughs> Dominic? I'm sorry I got distracted by Jennifer Lopez's ass. She hides it so well these days. I forgot that she had one. Um... Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Since we've, if we go back to the beginning of this episode, it, it was all, you know, well, I'm not even going to go there. Uh, let's just say that Living Color was on pause a lot when I was a kid. <laughs> and and then go with the Jennifer Lopez and vote, vote that. You know, like, I hit rewind a lot on the VCR, and yeah, there you go. Uh, vote for in living color. I think there's a couple of other women that we knew in the mid to late nineties that were fly girls as well, but I can't remember them right now. Uh, Mike, I know the chick on dancer with the stars is one too. And, right. and don't forget AJ Johnson, who was naked 
and baby boy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mike, is it a clean sweep? Uh, I I'm tempted to to vote for who's light in any way to to make it not a clean sweep, and mostly just because of your insistence that it's not a sketch comedy show. But uh, unfortunately, it really isn't a sketch comedy show. Um, so uh, e- even if you want to stretch the meaning of sketch comedy show, uh, you know it, it's a funny show, it's a hilarious show, but you know it doesn't have you know recurring characters. It doesn't. It's not structured the same way. Uh, it is very funny, actually. I think I, I mentioned it one other time. It's almost it's almost borderline fake game show because it is kind of a competition. Um, so you know, for all of those reasons, kind of helped to disqualify it. Uh, but even if it didn't, uh, it has not produced the the number of of people and uh, and memorable characters and great sketches that In Living Color has. I mean, it looks like for the most part. Uh, this this particular uh, geek fight is definitely just kind of going towards what is truly a classic, and uh, and that would be in living color. And in living color is into the final four. We've got SNL versus the Kids in the Hall and SCTV versus in living color. Uh, hey, I get to start this one. SNL versus the Kids in the Hall. Um, you know. God damn it. I, I would love to vote. I would love to just straight up vote Saturday Night Live because some of some of the funniest stuff I've ever seen has been on Saturday Night Live. Uh, especially if you actually watch those best ofs. On the best ofs, they'll ha- they have dress rehearsal stuff on there too, which is which is even funnier. There's a couple sketches that didn't actually make it to air, but they put it on the best ofs because, you know, they were too vulgar or the the show was running long, they just didn't have the opportunity to do it. And some of them are very, very funny. But I've never been to New York to see Saturday Night Live. And the kids in the hall came here so I could see them. So uh, I'm going to vote for kids in the hall. Uh, Their one movie is is an amazing movie. And almost all, actually, every single one of those reoccurring characters appears in that movie. You've got the the couple that he was talking about in the, the last round. You've got the cops. You've got everybody, Buddy. All of them show up for a second or two. They're all throughout that thing. I love that movie, and I love uh, Life is Short, Life is Shit, and Soon It Will Be Over. That was my what my mother used to sing to me. Ugh. But uh, I'm going Kids in the Hall. Anthony? Um, kids in the Hall, people keep telling me how great it was. I remember it being funny, but, you know, like old boy said, box office. I really love the Coneheads, and that started on Saturday Night Live. And Quiet is Kept, the ladies' man was a pretty decent flick, too. When he had he convinced uh, Rock's little brother to eat that shit, that was funny. Saturday Night Live. A uh, vote for Saturday Night Live. Dominic. Oh, I, I forgot where we were because I was looking at Fly Girls. <laughs> it's Saturday Night Live versus the Kids in the Hall. How dare you vote for Kids in the Hall? Saturday Night Live, Jesus! Saturday uh, Night Live, Saturday Night Live. A vote for Saturday Night Live, Mike. Uh, I I will stick with Kids in the Hall. Um, and I actually, I I did go to uh, to New York City to see uh, Kids in the Hall as well as seeing the, them here. Um, but it's Saturday Night Live again. It's it's got great stuff, but 
you know, we, we've listed off, uh, you know, a dozen, maybe 20 people who have been on that show. Um, but I actually did look it up. There have been 93 uh, full cast members, and that's not including the featured players. Um, you know, there's, there's just been so much more bad than good. And, and I hear a lot of people saying, yeah, it's, it's, every year there's people saying, no, the show's actually gotten good again. And while there may be individual bits here and there, individual sketches, uh, I can't watch a whole episode. Um, honestly, I think, you know, really the 90-minute the format does not work very well. The musical acts are, are never very interesting to me. Um, they, they kind of got rid of, of even having stand-up comedians for the most part. Um, it, it's really, really uneven. And while there are some great moments, certainly have been great moments over 30 years, um, those, are, those are diamonds in the rough as far as I'm concerned, especially once you get out of that first you know, maybe decade or so. And, and, you know, you listed off, uh, you know, the, these guys that are great, like Adam Sandler, David Spade and all of those. I, I honestly don't think any of those guys are, are particularly funny. I mean, it's, it's they're, they, they do decent stuff, but, uh, nothing that's, that's just kind of as hilarious as the stuff that I saw in kids in the hall. I mean, it was early Saturday night live was, was groundbreaking, um, edgy, uh, in, in intelligent humor. And, and now, uh, honestly, the show is is just the the epitome of of kind of committee led corporate um, bland humor. I mean, it, you look at something like Thirty Rock and see the behind the scenes on that show, and it actually seems very real. And and Tina Fey uh, certainly would know. Um, it's 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 iconic. It's great, but honestly, in the long run, uh, it's it just produced too much crap. Uh, even though it's produced great stuff, but Kids in the Hall, that show was funny for me, beginning to end. Uh, a majority of the sketches in, in that half an hour were just absolutely hilarious. And if nothing else, for Bruce McCullough's open letter to the guy who stole his bicycle wheel. Major shark fan. Uh, vote for Kids in the Hall. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Jason. Which one takes the win? Now, I am a uh, a great Kids in the Hall fan. I think, uh, obviously, Saturday Night Live begat Kids in the Hall. Uh, I wouldn't say that every episode of Kids in the Hall from start to finish was hilarious, because I think a lot of Kids in the Hall had that kind of Tim and Eric-style funny to it, because it was, it was really fucking weird sometimes. But I watched the shit out of it every, every day. Uh, in defense of Saturday Night Live, which will be my vote, uh, we got the original Not Ready for Primetime Players, which include Dan Aykroyd, John Belushi, Gilda Radner, Chevy Chase, Jane Curtin, Lorraine Newman, and Garrett Morris. Uh, eventually added on Bill Murray. Uh, Wayne's World, the Wayne's World movie I watched every day during the summer once it came out on VHS. Uh, some of the cast members that have been on Saturday Night Live that don't get a whole lot of play include like Ben Stiller, Sarah Silverman, Janine Garofalo, uh, Chris Elliott, whose daughter is now a cast member. Abby Elliott is now on the current cast of Saturday Night Live. Uh, I think because it's been around for so long, it's like, Aliens could get the box set of the entire series of Saturday Night Live and learn our history from the past 37 years because it, it deals with it. It deals with the, the topic of the week. Every week on Saturday Night Live, 
they they cover every presidential election, uh, every big news story. You, you get that every week on Saturday Night Live. Uh, and lastly, I just want to throw this out there. G.E. Smith and the Saturday Night Live band. That guy was the worst. But the fact that I remember his name from 20 years ago has to say something. So, Saturday Night Live. And Saturday Night Live is into the finals. Uh, Anthony, this fight is yours. It's for a spot in the final four, a spot in the finals. It is SCTV versus In Living Color. Holy shit. Oh, wow. This is like a real white versus black. Like, damn. As a matter of fact, Canadian. So, think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Um, SCTV, I remember being a little kid, waking up at like midnight and turning to Channel 9, which was KTLA, I think. Yeah, I think it was KTLA. And it'd be on, and I'm thinking like, what the hell is this fake-ass Saturday Night Live doing on? It's Thursday. And Living Color was awesome. 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 Even to this day, people still do the two snaps up. In Living Color. Uh, vote for In Living Color. Dominic. Well, I, I, I liked SCTV because even as a child, I liked beer. And that had to do with beer a little bit. Um, or at least that one little part of it did. Um, but... I'm still, I'm just, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm still looking at fly girls on the internet and <laughs> Jennifer Lopez, Carrie and Nava and Rosie Perez doing the choreography, man. Come on. Hey, can, can I, can I say that she actually did a appearance in one of the sketches, a Spike Lee sketch? Oh just my another God. Another vote for in living color, Mr. Ortiz. Uh, th- this is a, a, a really tough one. Um, both are shows that, uh, that kind of, they, they, they were both really popular shows, really huge shows, uh, t- to some extent. Um, one of them is, yeah, uh, SCTV would be the show really from my youth. Um, whereas, uh, in living color, certainly, uh, from, from when I was, was much older, uh, I, I could appreciate comedy more with In Living Color, um, but I was not as big a fan of it as I was with SCTV, although I don't know if I watch SCTV now. Beyond Bob and Doug McKenzie, I can always take that Bob, Bob and Doug McKenzie. I don't know, again, that it would, would hold up. I mean, that seems to be kind of part of the problem with a lot of the stuff that I watched when I was young. Um I, can, I mean, I, I remember stuff that I love, but, I, but you know, there's a lot of stuff that I liked when I was a kid, and I don't find the same stuff funny now. Um, both have casts that have gone on to be uh, huge in in variety of ways, and, you know, some people not so huge. Um, hmm, I, I think I'm, I'm going to give it to, to In Living Color, uh, and primarily because I, I'd forgotten uh, when you meant, until you mentioned that uh, that Saturday Night Fox lineup, and uh, and that kind of puts it over the top um, because it was it was a part of of real appointment TV. I mean that was that was just a a great block of of television during a great time to watch television. 
So I think that's just going to kind of edge it out because I don't really know anything else that, that sort of came out of Canadian television that was uh, comparable to, uh, to SCTV. Um, so yeah, in Living Color. Uh, vote for in Living Color. Jason. I remember when they first released the FX network onto cable, the two big things on it were, I think it was, I don't know if it was Antiques Roadshow or it was, it was a show kind of like that hosted by Tom Bergeron. They had a, a, a Total Request Live type studio where they did a lot of live programming from. And then the other big thing that FX had when it premiered was an hour's worth of In Living Color reruns at 10 p.m. every weeknight. Uh, got me caught back up with the old episodes after it got canceled. Uh, again, another show where I've probably seen every episode three or four times. And uh, I'm looking forward to watching more of it again on this new station that's got the rerun. So, In Living Color. Another vote for In Living Color. And I will very quickly make it a clean sweep because it was Sunday night. And um, can you name anything else that was on Fox at the time? No, because Fox wasn't even a real channel at the time. It only <laughs> had its Sunday night lineup. I th- oh, Herman's Head. That was the show. <laughs> <laughs> that was the show. That, that, that finished that, horror, that lineup. <laughs> it was yeah, Simpson. And the only reason I could watch it was because... Uh, the only reason I could watch The Simpsons was because of In Living Color. My mother did not like The Simpsons. She didn't like that little Bart Simpson. I don't know why. She probably has no problem with him now, but at the time, she didn't like him. And this it was up... In Living Color. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because it was black people. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that Trump's uh, being offensive. It was black people on TV, and they were doing funny things. And right. and. I I loved the shit out of a living color, so I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for living color here. Maybe in the finals as well. Uh, we're at the final, the last fight. Yeah, this is a very long episode. How do we keep doing this? It is Saturday Night Live versus in living color. Dominic, which one takes the win? Well, let's see. If we put it in a physical fight, I'm pretty sure that. The characters on In Living Color would mop up on the Saturday Night Live cast of any given era uh, because Chris Rock would probably, you know, put on a baseball cap and fight for the other side. (laughs) So I'm going to vote for In Living Color for no other good reason other than I've never actually watched a full episode of Saturday Night Live and I watched from start to finish in living color because when you went to school the next day you had to know what all the jokes were because everybody <laughs> was about to talk about everything that happened on in living color the night before it was awesome it was it was seriously something special uh vote for in living color mike i'm going to skip you and go right to jason all right uh i called it before we started this i said let's just give it to saturday night live and uh that that will be my vote uh other reasons why I would vote Saturday Night Live, Tina Fey is one. Tina Fey was a writer, became uh, the host of Weekend Update, went on to do 30 Rock. Huge, biggest, uh, most successful female comedian there is today, without a doubt. Amy Poehler, another one. Uh, she was in Up- Upright Citizens Brigade, went to Saturday Night Live, now is doing uh, Parks and Recreation. Uh, couldn't go on without saying Will Ferrell. 
who's a huge movie star, d- despite what your feelings are towards him or his movies. Uh, the whole TV Funhouse uh, franchise, ambiguously gay duo, the ex-presidents, uh, which was uh, TV Funhouse, sort of a precursor to the SNL digital short. Uh, and Saturday Night Live is where young comedians and young comedic actors that's where they strive for. That's where they go. So there's always a fight to get those few spots on Saturday night live. And if you make it on Saturday night live, the sky is the limit. Uh, you can guarantee that this current cast of Saturday night live, uh, you know, a lot of people don't say they don't watch it. They don't like this current cast, but these will be the comedic actors of the next 10 years in movies and TV shows. Kristen Wiig, Andy Samberg is in this new Adam Sandler movie. Uh, uh, Bill Hader is already kind of a big deal. I could see this Taron Killam guy going on and doing big things. So Saturday Night Live. A vote for Saturday Night Live. Mike, coming back to you. Hmm. Uh, this this is is kind of tough because neither one of these are, are shows that I kind of was, was really even though I, I kind of expect Saturday Night Live, it's certainly not one of the ones I, I would champion going this far. Um, and Living Color, even even though I, I love the show, it does not certainly have the iconic level of Saturday Night Live, but it also never went as bad as Saturday Night Live, but it also wasn't on as long as Saturday Night Live. So it's kind of kind of tough here. Um, I, I kind of want to go in Living Color because I've sort of been bashing Saturday Night Live for a while. Um, but like I said at the beginning, I, I still think it's in it, at its best... It is by far a better show, but at its worst, it is by far a worse show. So, God, I, I don't really know. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, this is going to sound kind of weird. Uh, actually, I was I, I pulled up the Wikipedia page that's headed in it live because you know we keep talking about all of these great uh, people that that uh, have gone into so, so many things. But I remember when I looked over the list of cast members, I was amazed at how many that I'd never, never, I don't just don't remember at all and go, who the hell was that person? I don't, I don't remember who they are. And, and, and that's a huge list too. Um, but I didn't actually find the list. I was, as I was going through here, but I did find a couple of things, uh, that, uh, Sinead O'Connor ripping up the Pope's picture, you know, that was kind of freaky. Um, uh, but then one thing that just kind of stood out and something that I had completely forgot until I was looking at this Wikipedia page was, was just one moment that, that really was, was kind of a, a huge thing for me is that was the first time I ever saw uh, Sam Kinison. Um, and, and I was blown away by that, by that uh, stand-up performance that he gave on the show. Um, and, uh, and, and the show was a variety show. They had stand-up comedy. They had music. Uh, they didn't have fly girls. They did have some hot co-host or hosts though. People like Saturday Night Live, or uh, Steve Martin. I don't mean hot, but certainly their hosts. Saturday Night Live, or uh, Steve Martin, Tom Hanks. But then, God, last time I watched seriously, the last time I watched that show, I could not make it ten minutes. Um, even the hosts are mostly terrible now. Uh, oh fuck it, I'll vote for Saturday Night Live. But if if people want to try and sway me, it may not be that hard. Blaspheme when you say that it's not iconic. A vote for Saturday Night Live. He said it's not as iconic. Um, hmm. Which way do I go? Uh, go ahead, Anthony. Oh wow, really? <laughs> yeah, that's the buck. Well, well, not really. I'm, I'm, I, I'm actually not passing the buck. 
Go ahead, Anthony. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, first, if you look at the history of In Living Color, because, I mean, you have Jamie Foxx, who has multiple Oscar nominations, who's one of arguably probably a better actor than any of the Saturday Night Live cast members combined, if you ask me. Hella funny. Then you have Jennifer Lopez. You bring up, you give me Kristen Wiig and Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. I give you Jennifer Lopez, who, regardless of her talent, she made it uh, to she made it to be one of the biggest stars in the early two thousands as a singer and an actress. And then you look at the Wayans clan with their whole host of uh, films that they've done since then. They actually had another television show. They did I'm Gonna Get You Sucker. So, I mean, you, you have a whole lot of talent there. And then in, in the creative process, you have Larry Wilmore, who went on to co-create a really great show called The Bernie Mac Show and is now on The Daily Show. But I think the main point of why I will vote for In Living Color over Saturday Night Live, I'm just going to play the race card. They're black. <laughs> a vote for In Living Color. It is all tied up and it comes down to me. See, Dominic, I wasn't passing the buck. I was passing the buck the other way of Hey, hmm. Um, you know, it's funny because I, I want to vote for Lemon Color. I want to vote for Race Saturday Trader. Race. <laughs> See, the thing is, the if you were black and you were on Saturday Night Live, you instantly became the biggest black star there ever has been. <laughs> Until, uh, what's his name? Tim Meadows. I don't Tim know Meadows. if you could say that about Garrett Morris, though. Oh, yeah. yeah sorry about that guy. He wasn't black. He was the Alex extra. What? No, no. But she was on at the same time. Wait. She had a vagina. So that, that <laughs> automatically disqualifies her. Sorry. Maya Rudolph. Well, he's half of her. Yeah. But Eddie Murphy and Chris Rock. Two of the biggest comedians of all time we're on saturday night live but that's not why they're famous they're famous for stuff outside of saturday oh night no live. no the reason oh, I why think eddie, eddie murphy, murphy was famous because of saturday night live eddie murphy was him. 19 years old 20 years old when he got saturday night live like if it wasn't for saturday night live we wouldn't have horrible movies like a haunted mansion or dr doolittle <laughs> but how long was chris rock even on the show i mean he wasn't oh, he on was very on long two seasons uh, Max, I think, like he wasn't on very long. He was, it was a very, very short run. And that also launched him because he got taken under the wing of Eddie Murphy and then went on to do bigger and better things. Um, yeah, Damon Wayans was also on Saturday Night Live. That's right. However, you know, the fact that Saturday Night Live gave us Chris Rock should be a point against it. No, I love Chris Rock. Oh, come on. No way. But the, 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 at least in movies, in movies. His movies okay, are well, yeah. yeah. You don't like Pookie Shaken? Come on. Uh, Pootie Tang is a great movie. Um, the thing about the Wayne's stuff is it's extremely timely. Like, I'm Gonna Get You Sucker was an amazing movie in the late 80s. It, it was the <laughs> funniest thing in the world. I've watched it recently. It's not as funny. Like, I, I, it just doesn't touch me that way. That's why I haven't gone back to watch In Living Color because I know that's the way it works because I I've, don't be a minister to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. Not nearly as funny as it was when I saw it in the, the mid-90s. 
And same with the scary movies. Like they were funny when I first saw them, but as as time goes on, there's something about the humor that the the Waynes produce that is extremely in the now. That's why it's. I can watch, hmm? I can watch White Chicks forever. I cannot watch White Chicks at all. <laughs> it, it, the, but that's 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 part of the the problem with it. Uh, Saturday Night Live has a similar problem where it, it is extremely in the now, but the stuff that's that shines above that is the stuff that is timeless. And because they've been doing it for 37 years, there just so happens to be a little bit more stuff that ends up being timeless than what what was on in Living Color. And uh, God damn it, I get I, I, I'm going to have to vote for. Uh, Saturday Night Live. For the variety show. You're going to vote for the variety show? I'm going to vote for the variety show that has sketches. But that's what most sketch comedy shows started out as, is variety shows. Uh, If it wasn't for Saturday Night Live, I don't think that half the shows that we talked about would have even made it on the air. Yep. Mad TV, not on the air. Uh, In Loving Color, not on the air. You know how depressing it is to have a a panel of three black people in in Loving Color still didn't win? And living color. Yeah, but if you want to get tactical, there have been more black people on Saturday Night Live over the time than in the entire cast of In Living Color. Yeah, yeah unfortunately, but yeah. Don't I, I, forget, In Living Color also had one Asian dude. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. What one? Dude? Steve Park. Oh, the, Wait, the, you he, figure if Community got canceled, you, you figured dude from. Community would have been on Saturday Night Live eventually. Which one? Um, Dr. Chang? Chang or yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I'm voting for Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live will win Best Sketch Comedy Show of all time this week because, of course, we are wrong. Kids in the Hall is the best sketch comedy show. <laughs> <laughs> Benny all Hill should have won. It should have been Betty Hill. See? Benny Hill? Benny no. Hill should have been Chappelle's show. It might have been Chappelle's show. You give it a chance. No. <laughs> Thanks again for listening. Uh, check out our friends. <laughs> that was my argument in the second round. Yeah. Uh, check out our friends, uh, DVDgeeks.tv, Subspace Communicate, and their awesome podcast, Life After Trek. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Soulless Minions of Orthodoxy. Uh, who else? Oh, yeah. That's about it. Wow, we don't have many, many. Uh, thanks to Karen for being our web presence. Check out what she's doing with Chris Mitchell on the Geek Fights Tumblr. And Chris Mitchell has also made a wiki for our page. Like I said before, you can really just go on there and do whatever the fuck you want with it. He'll fix it, maybe. And of course, Mr. Jared Formby for the pimped out intros he creates. You can read his blog, Hey Star Trek, at HeyStarTrek.net. I'd also like to thank our guests for joining us. Does anybody have anything they'd like to plug? Um... Uh, let's go the uh, the order that I know people don't have things to plug. Dominic. Well, let's see. Last last episode, I got one extra Twitter follower, so I'm going to keep pimping the Twitter. <laughs> Expresso Dom. Expresso Dom on Twitter. Follow him on Twitter. If you do follow him on Twitter, be prepared for really awesome photography. He takes lots of cool pictures. Uh, Anthony. Oh, wait, that's uh, right. You are supposed to be <laughs> anonymous, Anthony. <laughs> so well, you... All I will say is keep buying video games. It keeps me employed. Okay, see, there we and, go. And Which follow one? me on Twitter at Poo. There you go. That's it. At Poo? Give it away. A-T-P-O-O-H, right? Right, yeah. 
Yeah. My real name's not on that. They can't find me. Yeah, Ant Poo. Oh, wait, that's right. Ant Poo. Ant as in Winnie the Pooh. Ant, A-N-T, Winnie the Pooh. Oh, my God. Somebody finally got that. Wow. That's what, what? I'm talking about. Well, you, I asked you at some point. <laughs> no, it's just spelled P-O-O-H. That's Pooh, not yeah. Poo. Anyway, now the person that I know has tons and tons of plugs. Um, <laughs> Jason. <laughs> Panelsonpages.com. You can find me on Twitter at Believe in Nize, K-N-I-Z-E. Uh, uh, come, come see me at uh, New York Comic Con Star Wars Celebration. Uh, if you run into me like Damon did at C2E2, I will absolutely be on your podcast if you ask me to. It's as easy as that. It is that easy. Thank you guys for having me. Blue shirt! Blue shirt! <laughs> Inside joke that nobody gets. <laughs> Mr. Ortiz. Uh, you can find me on the Week and Geek video show on YouTube where we preview the new comics every week. Uh, you can check us out at geekfights.net where we have lists of show ideas, the brackets we mentioned earlier, our past episodes, uh, and links to our wiki, uh, our Facebook page, and our, our Tumblr. Uh, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes and the Zoom Network or like us on Facebook. If you'd like to be on the panel, just contact us at geekfights at gmail.com uh, or on Facebook or Twitter where Geekfights is there also. Uh, that's all it takes to join the Legion of Geeks. Uh, let's see. Next, our upcoming fights uh, next week is Best Mike. We're talking about wanting to do that for a while. I don't remember what's after that. I have to walk away. I think it is the end. Yes. The end is the one what follows that. After that will be Best of Batman. That's right. We, we, we're whores. And then uh, it's Best Star Trek movie for our actual two year. That's, that's what's coming up. Uh, well, I'm going to have to get my girlfriend in on that. Oh, which one? Uh, the Star Trek movie one. Oh, uh, we're going to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Just guaranteed. I know I know how it's going to work. We're well, gonna be she, wrong. she'll be wrong, too, because she's a Voyager fan. So. Oh, I'm Best sorry. Batman's going to be insane. <laughs> uh, I know who will be on that panel. Any yeah. and all ideas are welcome. Thanks again for listening. Until next time. Keep fighting the geek fight. Good night. You know, and this was the week that I was going to send everybody else an email saying uh, it's going to be more like 10, 15, because Mike is always about 15 minutes late. But I didn't do that. Well, good. But yeah, I really was, because I, I, that was my plan to start doing, because you're always late. Yeah, that, see, that would work. So you wouldn't know that I told everybody else. Right. If you told everybody else later instead of telling, like I said, if you said 945, I'd be like, no, I know it's bullshit. But right. 10 o'clock is normal. So 
Right. You tell everybody 10.15. But every once in a while, I'm on. Right. But the one time you're on time. I've been on time uh, at least three or four times this year. (laughs) We're at the halfway point for the year. (laughs) At least three or four times this year. We do this every week. You were late for the show that we were in the same room together for. Is Wayne Brady going to have to choke a bitch?